0: Welcome back to the Last American Pubcast and welcome everyone uh, to this wonderful pub where everyone knows each other's name, or at least I know these guys' names. I know most (laughs) of you guys' names out there as well. And of course, uh, as always, we are talking the biggest things that are happening in the week. And we know the FBI, the Trump, and everything that happened this week. A A lot to talk about. Talk about the strike that happened on the channel talk about how YouTube actually absolutely hates us talking about how the meat should be cooked, well done or rare. That was pushed him over to as Susan Wojcicki was upset, got a letter, got a uh, tweet from uh from them on Twitter. Absolutely bonkers. And We'll talk all about that tonight and tonight joining us as always, I'm Frank from Let's Be Frank. We next to me we have PJ from War Time Propaganda and One down below shows. we have uh, America floats. Tom, (laughs) coming in, and our special guest tonight, Abby Libby, over from Twitter. Thank you for coming in tonight.
1: Yeah, excited to have you here, Abby. Thanks.
0: So I gotta say, okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I gotta say, like as much as I'm not for censorship, I started thinking to myself today: if YouTube is censoring uh, Bryson Gray in particular, which is my which is my claim. Uh, Over the fact that he likes the steaks well done. I'm not sure I blame him entirely. Like,
2: I I don't know.
3: That is the type of hateful, divisive misinformation that we really just have to root out of our public spaces.
2: Yeah, it's really about health and safety, right? They don't want anyone to get the wrong idea and cook a steak well done.
3: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure that the FDA approves shoe leather for human consumption. So.
0: (laughs) Oh, no, absolutely. So let's go ahead and raise our glass for the first topic tonight. We're talking tonight about the unjustified raid that took place on mar largo lago where the FBI rummaged through Melania Trump's uh, outfits and underwear drawer in order to bring him back to do, Lord knows what with it. Uh, <laughs> uh, one 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 speculates, uh, J. Edgar Hoover. Maybe they're you know trying to reenact how he loved women's clothes. Who knows? Uh, but we're going to be talking about that tonight and, and the the ramifications from that. Uh, The fallout from that and all the lies that the media were talking about that. And I just want to say thank you to uh, Remington Stewart for the round he just bought for everybody tonight. Thank you. Thank you. He says, hold the line, patriots in honor. There is hope.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I got to say, I find it funny, though. The one comment I keep seeing from weak people like Liz Cheney, you know, who's having her dad go out there. Uh, you know, instead of shooting someone in the face, he's trying to <laughs> now he's trying to save her campaign. But they're going out there and they're saying, you know, oh, the feds, uh, the FBI, they're actually wonderful people. It's just uh, one or two people, uh, you know. And I, I've just been saying this for a long time. The FBI has been the same organization from the beginning. So uh, not just in their corruption and targeting political opponents, but uh, they are following after uh, J. Edgar Hoover's footsteps and uh, raiding Melania Trump's closet. So none of this is surprising if you've been paying attention to him for. For a while
2: yeah is everyone at home aware that the fbi started with a bunch of cross-dressers trying to <laughs> use that as blackmail against each other and then created a cabal and then named it the fbi <laughs> yeah, pretty
0: much <laughs> that's, facts attack, like that, that's true let me let me look that up i think that is true that's my drunk
2: history version of it <laughs> yep
3: <laughs> it sounds like fake news
2: it's at least partially real news it's just alternative facts okay abby that's right <laughs>
3: It's the, it's the and, side of
2: the story you have not heard
1: before. It, it's my <laughs> truth, Abby. It's my truth. You <laughs> know the rest of the story. <laughs> but in all honesty, they have been targeting a political campaign since Woodrow Wilson's time. It's nothing new. Like, uh, the F- like I've never understood this uh, this argument. The FBI has only recently been corrupt. The FBI has only recently done uh, some pretty shady stuff. It's been going on for over 100 years.
3: This is the case with so much of what's going on. Everyone's freaking out as if it's new. It's like, no. You just happen to notice it now.
0: Yeah, I have a couple of stories that we're going to uh, lean into. With with speaking of that, you know, Dan Crenshaw recently came out in the article in Axios where he said that the calling for the defunding of the FBI by Republicans is making us very unserious as uh, political or politicians in Congress. With in and Marjorie Taylor Greene had an epic, epic Twitter um, Twitter rant that went listed everything that the Republicans failed to do in the first two years of Congress when having both the House and Senate and President Trump and there were failed uh, unserious candidates that were unable to actually accomplish anything. So it was it was pretty epic and we'll we'll dive into that a little bit later. Uh, but the ramifications for this stuff that just took place is massive. Uh, one I think what it really did it really opened up a lot of eyes for normies around the country.
1: Yeah, I mean, is anybody surprised to see Eye patch McCain shilling for uh, big government crackdowns on people that he doesn't like?
3: It's so disappointing because I had so much hope for him as a candidate to be to be a really cool dude, someone who would actually experienced war and felt the pain of it. But nope, nope. Yeah, yeah I had it's this, sad.
2: the Texas, the Texan, you know, uh, the veteran. He's got the the eye patch. He looks like he could be gruff and tough, and then he is articulate. Uh, and then he just he turns on you as soon as he gets a seat. Well yeah,
1: I was talking to Katie Zed about this on on wartime propaganda the other day, and both of us had you know kind of admitted and there were some people in chat who said they weren't fooled, but i i I liked McCain or I almost called him McCain again. I liked <laughs> Crenshaw at first. I had hope for him and uh you know it was it was pretty disappointing and i I feel like people who pay attention saw it a lot earlier and I think we're at pretty much the point where everybody kind of realizes he's a rhino, but uh, a lot I don't know were you guys fooled by ipatch McCain at first I was.
2: I remember making a I don't know if it was a video or if I did a podcast about him going on SNL and how he was just such a bigger better man than Pete Davidson who mocked his eye patch.
0: I remember he that. He went on right. SNL
2: and was like, "Oh, I'm I'm going to be a better man. I'm going to be the bigger person and I'm going to one-up SNL and upstage them." And I talked about how classy he was and boy was I fooled. Yep. Yeah, yeah but then you watch. see stuff like that,
1: and then people wonder why we are now preferring people like Marjorie Taylor Greene and Boebert and Trump and stuff like that. People who will actually punch back instead of this. I'm going to go out there and pretend to be classy and then backroom deal with Democrats all day.
3: Yeah, we no, end but- up trusting the people who are who are not difficult. They're difficult to like, people like Trump and Marjorie Taylor Greene, right. because they're not so shiny.
2: Well, it's like if, if we like a person on our side, or I should say if a conservative likes someone on the right who fights – just as hard as someone on the left fights we're not allowed to do that they get to pick their favorites and their best people are the people who fight the most and talk the most but if we do that on our side if we actually find a fighter they go oh no no no! you can't even have him play yeah
0: yeah no for sure and and so him coming out against uh marjorie taylor green this isn't the first time he's butted heads with her uh he seems to be had headed with anybody that is a based Republican uh, because it, it upsets the status quo in in Washington. He he likes being one of the top earners when it comes to stock uh, purchases and things like that. And he's right up there with Nancy Pelosi. So, you know, he's part of that unit party that 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 swamp of D.C. So he doesn't want any to vote rocking or anything like that, because what happened when Trump was in office, what you know, we had a a, uh, a ending of the gravy train kind of stopped a little bit. They, it, they hit a couple rough patches in there where they were able to launder their money uh, overseas like they had been with like Ukraine. And Trump was sniffing too close to a money laundering in Ukraine, and so they had to impeach him for it.
1: Well, that's what's so funny about that impeachment with the Ukraine thing, right, is the reason they went after Trump for the Ukraine stuff is they're like, hey, Joe Biden, who hasn't even announced he's going to be uh, running for president yet. He's a potential candidate for you in 2020. So the fact that you're investigating his very real crimes, he was on camera saying, hey, uh, we bribed Ukraine to fire this prosecutor that's looking into my son's business dealings. You know, that was enough to get him impeached. But now Trump or uh, sorry, Biden can have the FBI raid Trump's house. We all know he's going to run in 2024. And it's not it's not the same at all for some reason.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. So where do we go from here? Where does where does this lead? I, and I've made a few videos already speculating where this leads, you know, citing people like Jesse Kelly, where he's been kind of out in front of this. And and I've talked about, you know, a few weeks ago, I was gathering stories from like the Gateway Pundit and things like that, where they said, you know, Liz Cheney, Nancy Pelosi and these individuals who were on that January 6th commission have been trying to build a case in order to try to get the DOJ to prosecute Trump, because the October surprise, what they want is they want Trump in handcuffs. They want a video of him in handcuffs, whether it's uh, on CNN, MSNBC, photos of him, because that's what they're going to use in order to try to continue to keep power moving beyond that. But if you, since they've already crossed the Rubicon and, and raiding his house and serving a search warrant that was broad, it wasn't very specific like Garland has said in his press conference, it was a very broad search warrant for documents from uh, the time Trump was inaugurated in office until he left office, and that right there it just shows you how political it was. Obviously, the whole thing's political; it's a fishing expedition, and right. they want that so they can go ahead and tell their supporters, "Look, we locked up Trump," and unfortunately, what I've predicted is that if obviously I don't think this is going to work, this isn't going to deter, deter Trump from running in 2024 and and if they even they do arrest him is not going to deter him from running in 2024 the next step is a jfk moment i fear for that time
1: yeah it's it's worse than just a fishing expedition though like is anybody does anybody not think they were going in there to try to find january 6th stuff to try to continue to boost this crap but then on top of that they go out and they spread this story, this anonymous sources story of something to do with nukes, and if you read the actual original story, it's just like Trump may have had some papers related to nukes in some way, either in America or some country, says some person. And that's right. going to hold people over while they're continuing to fish through his boxes to try to find anything that they could spin into making sound like they had a reason to go in there. That, that's my opinion on it. Well, we heard question. it was...
2: Nu- oh, so go ahead.
3: My question was... Um, is it possible that they believe their press so much that most of the population hates Trump that they really thought that raiding him was going to be this popular thing to distract from the recession?
1: I mean, it, it's working in some regards. It, 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 it uh, distracted people from noticing the uh, Inflation Reduction Act, the Green New Deal and Address, which every single politician is out there promoting as Green New Deal stuff, not one of them. And I, I challenge anyone watching to do this. Find a single Democrat politician who's tweeted about the Inflation Reduction Act how it's going to reduce inflation not one has done
2: it i
0: thought you were gonna say find one democrat that's not in a draft
2: there are actually some news stories that say you know the debt reduction act or the inflation reduction act here's what it will do it may not reduce inflation but it will do all these other things and it's like so you're openly admitting it's just your green new deal with a, with a different face
0: well, JPR was uh, the diversity hired the uh, for the White House was on MSNBC saying they had to pass the bill in order to see what's in it. That you know that that calls all the way back to Nancy Pelosi with the health care bill back in two thousand. What was that? Two thousand ten.
1: Yeah. Well, they called Lauren Bobert stupid recently for saying, hey, you know what we should do? We should have a rule that says we have X amount of days to read any bill before we sign before we pass. And like, oh, what? You can't read a 7000 page bill in uh, five minutes? minutes. Like, oh, she's so stupid. She must be drawing in crayons. That was the leftist attack on her. It's like, yeah, because they do this stuff. They keep saying the line. And somehow there's a, a segment of American people who are not bothered by it. Not bothered well, by, hey, pass the bill before you know what's in it. That should well, that should terrify everyone. Going back
2: to what Frank had said, um, I, I wonder I'm if. Nervous. No.
4: <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Just ahead, Tom. 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 I just messed up. I forgot. No, Tom. <laughs>
2: I'm <laughs> just going to sit here awkwardly until Tom starts to speak. Yeah, oh, on, I didn't Tom. know. Well,. I... <laughs> We, we had said, um, Frank had suggested that they just want Trump in, in in shackles. Like they want him in cuffs. They want that perp walk for October. And I think that they tested if they could do that with Peter Navarro. Mm. They had him in, in leg shackles. They had it on the news yeah. and they had it a big spectacle. And then they waited and they saw if there was going to be some big blowback or some big reaction. And there was from the loyalists, but not from the main population. Uh, it was right. just kind of a, a brow raising moment. I think now they're setting up for if we can lay the the groundwork, even if it's not real, they'll lay the theatrical groundwork so that they, when they indict Trump, they'll do the same perp walk. It won't go anywhere, but they'll have the imagery and that's enough to maybe they think, you know, tar and feather him, so to speak.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. They'll have like a Roger Stone moment where they try to get him in his underwear or something to parade in front of CNN.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, they did it again recently with, um, I want my blanket on his name. Guy Rand Breitbart, Steve Bannon, Steve Bannon. They did it recently with Steve Bannon. And I think we had talked about on this show, like, what are they trying to do? Are they trying to get people normalize this idea to get the headlines that they're going to go after Trump? I think we did say that on this show a few weeks ago. And so it's not a huge surprise. But yet, I mean, I don't know if about you guys, but it shocked the hell out of me, even though I I could kind of see it coming just when it happens. When something like that happens, like even if you expect it, it's nuts. It's like it's never happened before in this country.
2: Yeah, you can see a car crash coming. But when you are in the crash, it's still jarring. Right. Yeah.
3: <laughs> But they do it to people that you're not really paying attention to people like Alex Jones that you're not, not going to stand with. And then they do it to the next kind of person in line. And so it's not it's not as we're more shocked than we should be when it happens.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, it's exactly what we and we were talking about this before too, Abby. It's they did this with Steve Bannon and then they did it with Alex Jones. They're setting the, the groundwork to be like, if they come after this person and nobody cares and they can come after you. Mm-hmm. They did it with Alex Jones with deplatforming. That's what I, I was so upset that people weren't actually mad about the Alex Jones trial. Because we saw this before, just a few years ago. I think it was 2018. They went out and they de-platformed Alex Jones, and no Republicans wanted to stand up for him, except for maybe Stephen Crowder. Like, there's very few mm-hmm. who wanted to, as far as as far as big names. I don't mean. And it nobody. was a concerted effort.
2: Like everyone did it together: right. Facebook, Twitter, right. YouTube. Everyone decided, okay, Infowars and Alex Jones all together at once, gone, like the same mm-hmm. day. Right, and then
1: and then the Republicans were like, "Oh, well, Alex Jones is a little too crazy, so I don't want to be caught standing up for this guy." And then guess what they did right after that? They came for you next. So it's the yeah. same tired line that we've heard from uh world war ii you know first they came for this person then they came for this person they came for this person and when they came for me I, then nobody was left to stand for me and that's exactly what's going on
0: yeah no definitely and the whole thing with them deep alex jones the canary in the coal mine you know they they wanted to see how it was going to be handled and uh like uh like pj said conservative media for the most part or at least the bigger names were were silent mm-hmm. on the issue people like Ben Shapiro say oh well he, he's he's like one of the bad ones you know mm-hmm. and then they did it to Trump in you know, all the same t- the same fashion where they nuked him off every single platform on the same day and and then we saw the open season on conservatives across all social media platforms where they were getting nuked off their uh, platforms and and they were like haha now you guys won't be able to talk and all of a sudden now you know uh, Trump is even bigger than before before he left office he's even larger now without all the mainstream platforms because everybody still needs to talk about him so they're talking about him on all their platforms uh but it it it's imperative that we continue to move forward and we continue to play hardball with these institutions because if we don't if the republicans don't play hardball with you they're going to see that as a as a weakness and they're going to say see we can get away with anything we want from this point on so I'm all for the Republicans pushing for dismantling the FBI and other three-letter agencies moving forward. This is something that needs to be in their platform. Right now, the Republican Party does not have a platform that they're running on. I mentioned this on uh, wartime propaganda with PJ earlier this week that, uh, if you remember back in 1994, uh, that Congress came in and uh, had a huge, huge victory. It was because of the contract with America that Newt Gingrich pushed. Uh, in that midterm election uh, sweeping out the Democrats and retaining power from 94 to 2008 because of the vision that Newt Gingrich had for the party and for America moving forward. And we don't have that with people like Kevin McCarthy and right. uh, uh, Frank Luntz is a uh, butt buddy, but I mean, bunk buddy. <laughs> do, you,
2: bunk buddy. I, <laughs> do you think that more people are supportive of Trump now because he hasn't been out there in the last 18 months to voice an opinion? Like people say that Trump's tweets were mean or that his, Statements are grading, but now that he's not been able to make them, people kind of see what they've been missing, like, or or rather they now see what they've been taking for granted. I think that's part of it. I think,
1: I think Trump, like as much as I like some of his tweets, I think that he had a tendency to shoot himself in the foot at times. So, uh, sometimes Trump's better. Everybody likes Trump's policies. That's the thing. So as soon as they see a world without Trump's policies and they don't have to hear the things that the uncomfortable things he says that they don't like, even if they're true, even if they're good for people like us that agree with it. Baltimore a lot of
0: it. is a shithole and everybody knows it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that <laughs> was huge. <laughs> can I just say something about Haiti though? That always drove me nuts. That anybody got mad about that. I, I, as a person who's been to Haiti and my whole family's been going there for 30 plus years, doing mission trips. My grandpa's gone there since the 1980s or 70s like you go there to do mission trips to, to help people because it is a shithole country that's the point it's not even like an insult it's like yeah no we have to recognize this country sucks and that's why they need help yeah why else are you going there right such a stupid thing like when people were pearl clutching over that it drove me nuts
2: you're not going to abu dhabi
3: <laughs> it was a huge mistake for the democrats to to take him out of his own way cause he really has aged just wonderfully being off Twitter.
0: It, it, isn't there like a saying that, you know, uh, um, something, uh, oh, uh, distance makes the heart fonder or something like that. Yeah, absence the time, makes the heart time, yeah, 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 that's absence, what it is. Yeah, like that. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how America feels, you know? <laughs> absence makes the heart grow fonder. Like, oh my gosh, I don't know why I had, uh, now it's gone and I want it back. I miss you, bring me, let me come back. <laughs>
1: When, when you go to the grocery store and you spend eighteen dollars on a bundle of asparagus, you don't remember Trump's tweets. You remember that you didn't, uh, you didn't have to worry about if you could buy groceries or gas that week when he was president. That's what people are remembering.
3: I just miss how he said China.
1: <laughs> yeah, can you do that for us, Tom? You're you're the best Trump impersonator here. Can you? Nah. Can you just, no. No, we, Come we on,
2: need, Tom. Uh, just, You know. No. <laughs> Tom, Tom, no, there's Tom, that there's Tom. that compilation on Twitter though of him saying that over and over.
0: I mean, <laughs> the next super just chat that comes to in, that Tom night. will say China in the Trump voice.
2: We don't have nearly enough super chats for that.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> or should oh. I just say
2: I plead the fifth. <laughs> I plead it the was, fifth.
0: It was funny. We were in the uh we were before we came on tonight, guys. Uh we were all talking and and Tom's like, "You know what? I'm just going to plead the fifth the whole time we're out of here tonight." <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to talk. I'm not going to answer your questions.
1: <laughs> but he has to answer the super chat. So that is a good time to remind you guys. If you guys want, uh, we're going to do a last call as we do on every episode in the last 10 minutes of the show. Uh, we're going to read any super chats, answer any questions you guys got there. So uh, get those in. And uh, the show goes till 9 o'clock. So if you're watching this, uh, make sure to show us on social media. Invite your friends. Let them know uh, we're live. So
4: yeah, also, yeah, what, yeah. What time
1: are we calling last call? Uh 8.50. Okay. Usually, we usually last ten minutes. So, looks like wa- Waffle Salter yeah. uh, bought us around. Bought us around. Come on, Tom. There we go. China. Abby, <laughs> I, yeah, I feel I like I'm always China. the only one drinking beer. What do you have over there?
3: I got I have Yingling. And then oh, my okay. husband brought Ooh. me some mystery something over here, so i lit up by the it. end of this... It's he so might be it on the
0: table before we leave out of the pub tonight. Halfway, halfway through the
1: episode, we're going to get Abby over here telling us why birds aren't real, and I can't wait for it. <laughs> I
0: faking, mean, you could just ask me now. His face is faking gay. <laughs> Those are the birds,
1: the birds. The birds. <laughs> Would oh, Al- was, Alfred's Hitchco- would, was Alfred Hitchcock's movie really about surveillance? Oh, of good course call. It was
3: about surveillance. Oh, wow.
2: Oh, wow. <laughs> I got to go back and watch wow. that again. Wow. <laughs> I just, just
3: want to state for the record that I'm the first woman to ever be.
2: Yeah, and on. the last, you keep it up, yapping. <laughs> Don't get Tom Maddie. You already had a couple drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Creating records. <laughs>
0: This is the patriarchy. You got to respect it. We're going to be as mansplained. as Tom said. It'll
1: be the first unfunny uh, Last American podcast.
3: Hey, why are there why are there Pop Tarts but no mom tarts?
2: That's the patriarchy. See what I'm saying? Crickets. You know, she's pulling dad piece. jokes out the over drawing here. Board. Ask your husband to come up with something and he can like text it to you.
0: <laughs> Movie dog with a round for everyone.
1: Just kidding, that's me. <laughs>
2: So, talking about
1: uh, cringy
0: women in politics.
2: China. It came from China.
1: We also
0: did another round for Brian. Everybody. (laughs) Another round.
2: All right. So, talking about cringy women.
0: Did you you drink for the, uh, (laughs) did you drink for movie dog? PJ, I don't think you lifted your glass. Okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. Uh, there you go. All right. Yeah, it's it's
2: kind of rude to cheers and then just set your glass back down. Yeah. It's like a bad luck thing.
0: <laughs> Susan's definitely going to come after us
2: now. Oh, no, for sure. Pop tarts as a mom, says Steeler Girl 17.
3: Here we go. Mom Embrace tarts. the patriarchy.
2: You want to see a couple mom tarts? See that uh, drop off line in front of the elementary school. Am I right? <laughs>
3: How can you pretend that that's The funny? older
2: folks got that joke.
3: <laughs>
2: Couple of tart, tart, tartlets sitting in front of the school. Anyways, we can keep going.
0: So let me go ahead and pull this story up real quick. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, I know we talked a little bit about her response to uh, to uh, iPatch McCain, but this isn't the story I want to talk about. This is this one here. Marjorie Taylor Greene introduces articles of impeachment against A.G. Merrick Garland following the unprecedented rate on President Trump's home. On Friday, the authorities released a search warrant filled or filed to search former Trump's uh, mar a residence. The warrant was filed with the U.S. District Court of Southern District of Florida and was issued last week by the uh, Epstein judge. Our lawyer, according to the warrant, the FBI was on a fishing expedition, hoping to find anything incriminating against the cleanest American president in history. After six years of investigation, harassments, leaks, conspiracies, the weak DC establishment has yet to uncover one single act that President Trump took to broke uh, to uh, that broke U.S. law. All right. So, Marjorie got- Taylor
2: Green's going to have her phone taken next. They're going to come and confiscate her phone next. Have they yet have they said yet why they uh, took Scott Presley's phone or is that his name? Scott yeah. Perry Perry. Yeah. Sorry. Representative I Scott Perry, because he had filed, I think as well, like a complaint, like leading to articles of impeachment against Merrick Garland. And so for that, they took his phone. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's not, I, I got to say, you got to love Marjorie Taylor green. To be fair. Uh, they are. They're telling a, just, I want to make sure I clean this up. They are saying that Scott Perry's, uh, his intention to create an alternative sla- a slate of electors in his home state was also a reason that they're looking at him as but, a co-conspirator.
0: But it's not illegal to do that. That is something that took place back I'm in I'm just telling 19- you what their story 19- is. I'm not 1960, saying it's right. During the, uh, during the, was it the Nixon election? Nixon, uh, JFK, 1960, uh, that they had to uh, send uh, alternate um, electors uh, to the uh, to the whole January sixth thing when they were uh, counting up the electors, so it's not unprecedented. It's something that's been done throughout history. Uh, you know so- it. I know it.
2: Everyone knows it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and,
1: that's that's not that that hasn't been the precedent. This week has been. It doesn't matter if it's legal or illegal. Very if, true. If a president takes. Uh, a president has the ability to declassify anything they want. So their claim that Trump took classified documents as the president of the United States, which would then make them declassified documents, it doesn't make any sense at all. So, so even what they're claiming about Trump, despite the, you know, I'm just going to call it fake because it obviously is nuclear bombshell. that They try to drop that some guy said something about some paper that maybe exists. Uh, they don't care that it's not
2: uh, illegal. Oh, I've Trump got did. it. This is how it is. Hillary did something wrong, and they said she didn't intend to, so it's not a problem. Mm, Trump yes. did nothing wrong, but they're saying he intended to do something wrong, so there it is, a problem. Got it. I would yeah, just like pre-crime, to crime uh, its intention and it's based, and it's not
1: actually uh, based on yeah. It wasn't illegal, but he thought it was. So just, get him.
0: We get uh, Ian had bought us a drink while us around as well. Thank you, Ian, <laughs> and also Cheryl. So you guys got to do two. Yeah, sh- thank
1: you guys. I'm gonna have to get some more beer before. long. So you're talking about uh, Hillary, though, the, the <laughs> most blatant, like shove it in your face that I broke the law thing I've ever seen. Like, how are the Clintons so bold? Like you would think like, get if, away hey, with everything. Uh, I broke the mean? law and uh, I don't want people. to. Know. It's like she's going out there making like Ron Brown died in a plane that I sabotaged T-shirts like she's out there. Vince making Foster these t-shirts, was here. but
2: her emails. <laughs>
0: jfk yeah, vince jr. foster
2: was here t-shirts like <laughs> yeah like a letterhead but it says from the office of vince foster
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm convinced that hillary had jfk jr offed and that because she uh, after that she became the uh no the senator from new york
2: yeah no yeah, she moved to Chautauqua like the week before he died
0: Yes, yeah, Chattaquick. Wasn't that the place uh, Ted Kennedy took that? That was Chappaquitic. Yeah, different. She lives in Chattaqua. Ah, that's what it was. (laughs) You know Democrats, they like lakes (laughs) and dresses.
2: They like Native American named places to take over and become their own.
1: For sure. No, I think I think you're right. I think she should add a Vince Foster's here t-shirt to her line of but her emails and things like that. Like, why doesn't Hillary just go out there and just be like, hey, let me just list every single crime I've ever gotten
2: away with and make a t-shirt about it. And the Democrats will buy this crap. Why don't they ha- start importing things from Cuba like they can get Cubans, right? Import those cigars and call it <laughs> slick Willie's cigars and sell those. And they will go like hotcakes or just they be would. like, you know, and anything else. You can sell blue dresses with, you know, iridescent stains on them. Monica Lewinsky flavored cigars. It was,
0: oh. yeah i was trying oh. to just couch it you just went out wow. and said it you just went there man you just went there the the pub owner is going to make us leave if you keep this up man <laughs> a family
1: place. i feel like one of those uh, hooks is gonna come and just <laughs> <Shepherd's hook. laughs> yeah.
0: well abby said i thought it was pretty clever for a lady there she said hurt emails in our private chat <laughs>
3: Did you say clever
2: for a lady? (laughs) He did. He had to couch that for sure. (laughs) Qualifying. We're grading on a curve here. (laughs) Oh, Hillary smoked that cigar. That's funny. Okay. (laughs) Serious question, though. Does
1: anybody not think that Hillary is a a lesbian? Yeah, everybody's quiet. Everybody knows she is. I just want to make sure. Just want to make sure. Isn't
2: Uma Aberdeen like her Her uh,
1: personal (sighs) assistant?
2: Yeah, right. Well, she called it. I thought she was the penny pony, assistant. right? The, the penny pony, like at the store when you put the penny inside the pony, and then you can ride it.
3: She definitely <laughs> didn't seem to care too much when her husband was, uh,
2: she yeah, someone
3: else. Yeah, well, neither she,
1: one of them cared. Like, yeah. uh, what was H- Huma Aberdeen's husband was like uh, sending
2: his pics Anthony all Wiener. over the internet, right? Yep. Yeah, and sexting minors. That was the bigger part of that. And he was sending nudes oh, to minors. That. That's why it came out. Yeah, he won't. He won't serve any time either, though. Right? Ooh, he didn't, yeah, did he? No. no all he of the. Didn't. No. All of the police. Uh, all of the detectives in the NYPD like, who saw suicide. his laptop and who saw all of that stuff. They. They all offed themselves. It wasn't even like a. No, it wasn't a mysterious <laughs> death. It was like each one of them k- killed themselves within a couple days.
1: Yeah, they just shot themselves in the back of the head twice.
2: <laughs> and, yeah, and they were wearing a shirt that says "Vince Foster was here."
3: <laughs> I just, I want her to make a Clinton body count T-shirt that just has like. The little, hash is, hash uh, marks yeah. all over
0: the place. She can make a lot of money on merch. She, she, Hillary, if you're listening to this uh, podcast... Yeah, like, we're, hey, we're you your
2: merch can... guys here. Yeah. Oh, Did you guys remember the Met Gala photos of the trash bag known as Hillary Clinton and she was wearing a dress with certain names on it and people superimposed way different names <laughs> on it and I thought that was pretty
1: good. That's, fantastic.
2: That's pretty great.
1: It would still- So... So talking about merch, um, we wanted to get your guys' opinion, uh, people in chat, if you guys would be interested in getting some Last American Pubcast merch. And I uh, just want to share this first design with you. So let us know your guys' interest in chat if you'd like some shirts like this. We've got some other ones designed. Uh, Frank, you look way fit thing. in that photo. Yeah, been, really looking, good. good. Frank looks ripped. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Looking <Yeah>. ripped. <laughs> so. <Those> muscles. <laughs>
0: So yeah, let us know. Um, Actually, I want to. I told uh, PJ definitely we're going to go ahead and order some of those shirts for the uh, for the cast and for our guests when they come in. Yeah. After uh, Abby leaves, we won't give her one. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Uh, Frank looks like a breakfast taquito (laughs) instead of a breakfast burrito in that picture. That's all I'm (laughs) saying. Breakfast quesada. (laughs) 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 Quesadilla, quesadilla. (laughs) Make yourself some dang quesadillas, Napoleon. (laughs) <laughs> shirt looks good sweet all right yeah so we'll have those up uh, soon if you guys are interested so
0: mr uh, kane says i would buy that i need a new shirt ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yeah for sure no so he's he's yeah.
1: scared of wearing the vince foster shirt that he's wearing right now
0: <laughs> i like salt says i love your shows frank with these wonderful people it's this is fun yeah this was the whole Concept behind the show is to make it fun, just like we are all hanging out together and just sharing a couple uh, stories and
2: drinks and having a good time. We do have a, a a super chat on Odyssey from if I remember correctly dot life saying, "Hey folks, mark my words: the rumors of the death of America are greatly exaggerated. We are the world's hope, and we will not fail. America's greatest days are ahead of us." And we have one from Mustachologist: I bet if the FBI ever raided Big Mike's closet, they would find Obama. <laughs> Well, since it was two super
0: chats from over on Odyssey, we will honor those as well.
2: Yeah, there's uh, some
1: some weird, um, uh, you know, jock straps and things built into the dresses in Big,
2: Big Mike's closet, and they couldn't quite figure it out. That's where sheath underwear got the idea.
0: That's that's where the nuclear disposal waste person got his dresses from.
2: They saw that episode of Ellen, and they were like, we can fix this. We can tape it back. It doesn't have to bounce like that.
1: Yeah, so they, I really do hope uh, like and also like Salsa's America is now just rising. I do hope that uh, once we hit bottom, which we seem to have done, we kind of bounce back because, yeah, yeah when you see people like Sam Brinton, uh, puppy rapist and child sex trafficking apologist as the nuclear expert in America, it does make you uh, a little black pilled, lose a little bit of <laughs> hope. Isn't
2: that ironic? They said Trump might have mishandled nuclear codes. Anyway, let's look at the guy who's currently handling all the nuclear stuff. And it's that guy. Unreal. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and then we send them out to other countries to make ourselves look like uh, the clown show that we are right now.
0: Well,
2: course, he it's, what and, uh, doing. it's intentional. They want yeah. us to look like a clown right. show.
0: He yeah. and uh, Levine went together uh, and went to some gala in France or something. Um, yeah. Not to keep, be a feminist. keep Richard
3: warm? <laughs> <laughs> Not to be a feminist or anything, but if a woman wore the types of heels and dresses that man wears into the office, she would never be taken seriously.
2: Yeah, and there'd be a lot more play in the office. Well, you just see that, you know, men are better at being women than women
0: being women, right? I think you (laughs) could just end that sentence
1: as if a woman was in the office, she'd never be taken seriously, and it was just. (sighs) I gotta get all my sexist jokes out now. I have have a target this time. Last week it was uh, me ripping on Bryson Gray for liking his shoe leather steaks with a one sauce, and now it's. uh,
2: well, that's also gross. You don't you don't eat a well well done steak. You send it back and you say this is burnt. Yeah.
0: <laughs> then they just send it back out with some A one sauce.
2: <laughs> just sl- send me a slab of raw meat with some A one sauce. I'd be happier than uh, the shoe leather. <laughs> but that's what brings the whole table together. He'll order it well done. We can have mid rare or medium, and then everyone can reach for the A one at the same time, and then go, aw. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It makes it easier on the person grilling the steaks, though they can just pull one off at a time and not have to worry. You know, they can leave that one on for till till it's char, char till it's charcoal.
2: Yeah, so but I have. I swear thought. we had something else to talk about. We did. <laughs> we did. We did. We
0: always goes back to the steaks. It always goes back to the steaks being well done, made. Now we have here. Trump says documents seized by the FBI from Mar Largo were declassified under a standing order while he was president. Um, it was all declassified. That's all that matters. As a U.S. president has power to declassify documents, the FBI and goons, not just the FBI, but the goons at the National Archives are not above the president. President Trump on Friday described a declassif- declassification process in a statement to John Solomon of Just News. He says he had a standing order. The documents removed from the Oval Office and taken into the residence were deemed to be declassified. Trump's office said in a statement to Just the News, the power to classify and declassify documents rests solely with the President of the United States. The idea that some paper-pushing bureaucrat with classification authority delegated by the President needs to approve of declassification is absurd."
1: Yeah, so at best they're trying to get him on some technicality saying, oh, Trump was too stupid to To formally declassify these documents, which is just a stupid statement in and of itself. But as far as I
2: understand, he doesn't need to do that. Am I right? Yeah, like he doesn't have to if he's this is what I had heard it put as and I think it makes a lot of sense like this. So I'll regurgitate it that way. If he's talking to Putin or if he's negotiating with another nuclear power and they're talking about disarmament or moving to do a new technology Trump will have to know or the president or whomever is doing the negotiation has to know what kind of tech we have and then know how we're going to negotiate either up or down with it or how we're going to use it. So he can, in the moment, talking with another leader of another country, tell them bits and pieces of what we have that they didn't previously know. That's declassifying it on the fly. And that's his prerogative. So for him to take home anything is only legal when it's the president doing it and it's kind of the same rule of thumb that they had when it was the first impeachment they said well you know no president's ever been charged they won't be able to charge him because he can't break the law as the leader of the law in the country if he does it then it's not considered against the law so this is them kind of coming back to it now that he's no longer the president makes no sense yeah they'll just
1: ignore the fact that obama took home 30 million documents and said he was going to Uh, digitize them. This never happened. They're just sitting in the Chicago Obama library today and they're not raiding his house. Sorry, Abby, you were going to say something.
3: Trump said over on True Social, he was like, they knew what documents I had that I had them that they were in my safe. They could have just asked for them back if that's what they wanted
1: the fbi didn't they tell him to put a lock on that room because they're like yeah we know what you, we know you've got some documents just make sure they're locked up and it's all good and yeah. then they go raid him like they were in communication between his lawyer and everything if they wanted something they could have asked
2: yeah and i'm convinced we haven't the seen thing. the end of this i don't think that we have seen the true story of why they were there i don't think it was mm-hmm. ever good i don't think there was ever a, a real reason and i don't think we're gonna see the the uh the outcome of this yet for sure it's well, been yeah. suggested
3: that it's connected with the with the um litigation with hillary clinton
2: the lawsuit the rico case yeah that they would have been going to look for things that that the fbi themselves would also be on the hook for in that case because they were part Mm. of the rico and so they themselves had to send in a you know a fifth column to go and raid trump after the good people at the fbi so to speak you know the the actual book by the book fbi guys they say oh well we've already looked at trump we're good we put the lock on we're fine the other people who are like oh shit they think it's all fine, but he's got stuff on us that'll incriminate us. If it goes, you know, blah, blah, blah. So then they kick in the door. That's what I think. happened.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Somebody had said, I was uh, reading that something similar to what you were talking about there, Tom, as far as uh, the Rico case, is that the Rico case being head up by uh, Durham?
1: I'm not entirely sure. Because there was also one,
0: there were also one because Durham still has active cases and related to the Russia gate, uh, um, whole thing that was going on and they were saying that documents related to that were also uh, within the Trump's residence or not. Whether that's true or not, I don't know but that well, was I, something they were talking about yesterday.
2: I mean, I for one am just surprised as all get out that the FBI would ever even tamper with or meddle with anything politically. <laughs> yeah, totally right. shocked.
1: It's never totally happened knew. before. Martin Luther King and other <laughs> you know, people. It's like their entire reason for being. From its from its founding, that's what I keep saying. Like I'm, you can tell who hey. the swamp rats are by the people who are out there saying, "Oh, the FBI is a wonderful agency." You know, they've only been tampering in everything uh, political from their foundation, and they've only been corrupt from the from J. Edgar Hoover on. But there's some really great people there. They're really silent right now. They're not saying anything about the corruption. They're not going out there and you know, since Peter Strzok and Lisa Page and all the, these. Wonderful things that they've been doing over the years. They're not saying anything, but they're great people. I just don't buy it at this point. Like, and even if they, even if there are good people, like, can we not acknowledge the fact that this agency, in and of itself, to the core, is corrupt and has to be torn down to the to the studs? And if if it's going to be rebuilt, I don't want it to be. But if it was going to be, it'd have to be torn down to the studs.
2: You look at how many lefties, liberals, and Democrats are online today cheering on the FBI and cheering the Department of Justice when, for their entire existence of being. Every left-leaning person has said the DOJ is inherently systematically racist and corrupt, that the FBI is as systematically and inherently racist and corrupt. And now, oh, wait, they went after someone that we don't like, the hero, our hero. And I just think that shows that they were never, they never actually thought what they were saying they believed in. They, they just wanted to weaponize that. Now they have it.
0: Yeah. And also, don't forget that Trump was watching these people in almost real time with the CCTV after the FBI agents had told the staff to shut them off, which they did for a moment before Trump's lawyers had told him to turn those uh, cameras back on and they were being recorded. So So that's my other theory,
2: Frank. Like if if he's if he's watching them and they're in there doing something and they say they have a pretense for being there, then they're going in and they say, shut it down, shut the cameras and get everyone out. Then they think they have access to a couple rooms. Maybe they do start to plant some things and do some things. You know, someone did something. And mm-hmm. then maybe you have Eric Trump saying uh, publicly, hey, we just watched them do some things improperly. Then mm-hmm. Donald Trump, through his Christina Bob attorney, comes out and says, we watched the live stream. The, the Trump family from New York watched the entire thing. And then you have the FBI basically walking it back saying, oh, we were just there for a couple of nuclear codes. Totally normal by the book. Uh, it yeah. was about all these other things. And now it's just. I mean, I think they got scared off of what they were going to try to do.
0: It was interesting, Tom, that you bring that up is because right after that, after Trump's lawyer came out and said, hey, no, we watched this thing you know, unfold live. Uh, That's when Merrick Garland decided to come out and make his statement and then basically say, hey, you can't be attacking the FBI's integrity and the DOJ's integrity. You know, we're above reproach. It'd
1: be hard to find the integrity in which to attack, I think, at this point. No, what Tom said earlier, though, uh, is true. Everything that the left does is a a self-defeating argument. They say, uh, you know... um, The FBI is awful because they investigated investigated Hillary. They let her get off with the crime, but they investigated her and cast enough doubt on the 2016 election. So the FBI is awful, but now that they're heroes, defund the FBI, But or sorry, defund the police, but also make sure that uh, they're the only ones with guns out there enforcing the law. Everything they do, whether it comes to the LGBTQ nonsense, you know, you're born this way, but also you're not born this way, so you have to be surgically made to be this way. Everything they say is a self-defeating argument. There's not one that isn't. I feel cringe. like I just stopped the show dead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, no, but you're right, Tom. And you bring that up. And oh, I actually had a story. Libby, can you
2: also it. just say I'm right really quick? Then I love all three.
0: Tom, you're right.
2: There you go. It. Clip it. Somebody clip it together.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Somebody out there, clip that together. Everybody saying Tom was right. That way you can play it for us every time we're on.
2: I'll just you go guys? to bed listening to it on a loop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know but the fbi also did this uh here recently this from uh the post millennial says uh breaking fbi concludes alec baldwin pulled the trigger into helena hutchins shooting on the movie set
3: this
1: is my shocked face yeah
0: and how is that
3: and- even in question
1: <laughs> but because they literally tried to make the the, the the like Alec Baldwin, his lawyer, tried to make the case that the gun just went off, just magically went off. It was just he, somehow loaded with he, real
2: rounds and just went off. He said he pulled the hammer back. And with that gun, all you have to do is pull the hammer back. And if you release the hammer, it sh- it'll it'll hit the it's not that way. Primer. It's not how it works. Right. Sorry. So yeah. um, he th- that's what they're telling you. They did not test. I, I'm sure you're going to read this. He did not test his gun. This is a like similar make and model. So. I don't know how forensic it is. It's just like taking a similar replica gun and seeing if it would have the same problem. I don't know. Yeah, The only
1: way that a gun like that would do what he's saying where you pull the hammer back and let it go is if you're holding the trigger down.
2: Well, this is my bigger question on this. The FBI puts together this report that says, no, it looks like he would have pulled the trigger, but they test a gun that was not the gun he used. So that gives the credibility then to his (sighs) attorney to say, well, your honor. They, t- they tested a gun that wasn't the gun my client was firing. Therefore, there is the you know plausible deniability that that gun maybe did have a problem that the FBI's gun didn't. And that's how you know that they're not going to charge him. The DA is going to get this report, and they're going to say there's not enough here to charge him based on this report. This is um... the only time that there's ever been a shooting, and the FBI did not confiscate that weapon and test that weapon. They just got another one like it. Yeah. Maybe,
1: maybe Hillary will make an email about, uh, what was the cinematographer's name? Helena Hutchins? She'll make a, <laughs> she'll make a t-shirt about Helena Hutchins. Because, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know how true it is, but people are saying that she was making a documentary about the Clintons at the same time that she was magically yeah. killed on set by Alec Baldwin. So, I don't know.
0: We'd like just to raise my glass real quick for Waffle Salter. Got us a uh,
2: super chat there. Thank you. I need to get more beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Abby, have you heard anything about her husband and the law firm that he works for? Helena's? Mm-hmm.
3: I knew he was suing or working on a suit, but nothing more.
2: <clears throat> so part of that conspiracy, in PJ, you may have to fill me in here, but it was that uh, he works with an attorney or he works with a, uh, a law firm who employs another attorney who's connected to the Clintons and all of this weird Kabali Kabuki yeah. stuff. So... If Alec Baldwin is part of the big club and they're having some problems with Helena and he's already having contract disputes with her on this film, maybe mm. it makes sense to him to say, you know what, you know, gra- give me one of those bullets from the box. He puts it in his pocket. He walks on set. And then from there, it's, oh, it's a big accident. When really he just took care of a bunch of loose ends and won.
1: I wouldn't surprise me, to be honest. I mean, it, like the, no one's been able to yet explain why there was a live ammunition on the set.
2: Well, they do. They, they said they no were doing. Sense. They were shooting like targets. They were shooting cans for target practice. You know, on the hours they weren't working, which
3: with the same guns they were gonna then film with. That I don't know. I've I've worked on no I've sense. worked
2: on some sets,
1: and that just seems really stupid. Like that does I'm not, not sound that like a real right, thing. But that was yeah. their
2: excuse.
3: I mean, no, I, I do. I, like... I
1: hear you. I, I'm just saying it doesn't. It doesn't pass the sniff test.
3: Is my point? No, not at all. No, um, and
1: I, I
0: was gonna say when uh, Tom had asked for Abby, I thought he was gonna say, "Hey, Abby, can you get uh, can you get PJ another drink? He's a little low over there."
1: there you go. Yeah. yeah. There
2: you go. <laughs> so sexist, I gotta, Frank. I gotta yell out. Frank, to my, last uh, week you bar were racist. This week here. you're sexist. I, I know. I'm just showing
0: that. my colors. Maybe that's why I'm being canceled on YouTube. Maybe that's why Susan uh, Diversity Hires decided to come after me. Yeah, and here I was thinking they,
2: I thought they liked it when you show you showed your colors, but apparently not
0: nope i can't speak my truth on youtube any longer let me got it
1: just just speak in spanglish you know instead of saying sandals say chanclas just throw that one word in there and it'll show how uh Zapatos. diverse you are
0: yeah, yes <laughs> yes yeah, okay, 500 see? live rounds on set
1: oh yeah really? just, uh, i don't know man it sounds pretty stupid to me
3: sounds there's pretty fishy it, yeah. to me there's a level <laughs> of stupidity there and and for a set like that, you know the unions have pretty strict rules as far as set weapons. I mean, it's not like these people don't know what they're doing. They had a whole like armory person in charge
2: of No, Oh, they don't know what they're doing. They killed a girl. <laughs> <laughs> they knew exactly. Yeah, I think they knew it.
1: You guys ever play uh play any of the Hitman series? There's literally a mission in one of the Hitmans where there's a blank, a gun that's supposed to shoot blanks on the set of a play. And uh, to pull off the mission perfectly, you have to sneak a live round into that gun so he kills the other person on the stage. I'm I'm not saying there's any connection there. Just just a fun video game for you guys. Nobody's familiar Mm. with that. No. But, yeah, anyway.
3: (laughs) Oh, sorry. Art creates life. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. right.
0: There you go. Have have you guys seen this? I'm going to pull it up on the uh, screen here. And this is right in Mr. PJ's wheelhouse because he's been uh, all over this uh, bill. Uh, 219 House Democrats block consideration of amendment to prevent hiring of 87,000 new IRS agents who are expected to begin mass audits of the middle Amer- uh, middle class Americans. Thank I think
1: th- I think this more than uh, any. This, more than any other thing going on in our country right now, shows the political divide. More than the Trump raid, more than the censorship, more than the trans stuff. The fact that Democrats can't get behind hating the IRS, that that worries me.
0: Now, where are they going to find 87,000 people? I mean, there's businesses all across the country that can't even uh, hire enough because people don't want to work. What's going to get the IRS to hire 87,000 people? Or is it going to be all the diversity hires that couldn't get uh, fill their jobs because of the... Uh, they decided to take underwater uh, underwater basket-weaving lesbian uh, philosophy.
2: <laughs> well, we just imported a bunch of refugees from yeah. everywhere else in the world but from North America. So I would imagine that they'll be taking the top 1% of them, Frank.
1: Yeah, I, I, Babylon B made a joke this week about uh, how they're going to turn, you know, offer people citizenship to become, you know, by becoming IRS agents. Uh, so I don't know. You're, you're right. I mean, we're, we have e- – the weird thing is, though, I think it's I think a lot of the job stuff isn't because people can't work or whatever. I think that people just got so used to being mm-hmm. uh, spoon fed by their government during COVID. that They just don't want to.
2: Um, Yeah, I don't know. You make a good point. It, it should be scaring more people. And we should be driving that point harder that the left should be standing right now against the IRS. They should be standing against the expansion of any big, big government policy. And they should be saying that that, that doesn't make us freer. That doesn't give more people money to have more people audited. So do you think
1: it's because the Janet was Janet Yellen? Was that who it was under Obama that started targeting tea partiers?
2: Yes. Um, It wasn't Janet Yellen. It was.
0: uh, Who am I thinking of? Lois Lerner.
2: Lerner.
1: Right. Yeah. So Lois Lerner with the IRS started targeting tea partiers. Right. Do you think that enough? I mean, I'm not sure that they have that long of a memory, but like, uh, do you think that's just because they're they're cool with the IRS because they think they're going to go after political opponents, though? Because I, like, I legitimately cannot understand this. I see everybody on the right being upset over the 87,000 new IRS agents. Nobody – like no one – people are more afraid of, of IRS agents auditing them than dying. Like everybody hates the IRS. Everybody yes, hates the idea of getting audited. Everybody hates paying taxes. And the fact that this is not a unifying I, moment in America I, for everybody to come say- together and be like, we hate the IRS, that – that's a so, weird political divide. I, I, didn't
0: I would coming. say the Democrat Party abs- doesn't hate paying taxes. I was like, you know, tax they, me harder, Daddy. Individually, yeah. they do. Well, the though. Democrats the love. They don't,
1: they don't mind you paying taxes. They themselves don't want to, that, and I think that's true of everybody. Mm-hmm. At least I made that assumption.
2: They they have pauper personalities and pauper ideas, but they want to live like the prince. So they want the the pauper mentality, the pauper policy. Everyone should be paying a ton. Everyone should be able to share. Everyone should have equal Mm. access and equal to little bit, but equal. So no one feels any better. And then, oh, but not for me. I want to live the prince life behind the wall. And so that's all of them. But they all have it diluted where they think well, it'll be me behind the wall, but everyone else can be in the big group, but it'll be me behind the wall, making that policy a reality. And so they're Mm -hmm. all diluted. And I think it's, you're a good little Democrat, but once you get in power, you become the autocrat. Right. Yeah. I
3: don't think they really support the new IRS agents, but they've been living with so much cognitive dissonance for so long and compensating so hard for things that they know are off from since the very beginning of the pandemic. I just don't think that they have the capacity to admit it at this point.
2: Yeah, because then they'd have to admit that they abused children with mask mandates and they'd have to kind of walk back all their other autocratic and authoritarian mandate mm-hmm. policies
0: yeah they're trying to walk that back now And i'd just like to say thank you to mr in holes there for the five dollar super chat and a round for everybody thank you
1: i am going to go refill my glass while you guys talk <laughs> for a minute because uh, I, I need to cheers that so give me give me one moment
0: while he's doing that tom do you mind doing a shill real quick because we're at the, almost at the top of the hour um and where they can find everything where what we do
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, this is just doing some business, paying some bills. If you would, we have in the description below, we have links where you can help us grow these channels. So it doesn't matter how you're watching, whether it's on YouTube, Odyssey, Rumble, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, however else that Frank has set this up, or if Abby is dual streaming this somewhere that we don't know about. If you are watching this live stream now, grab a link in the description below, help us grow the channel that you are watching on. You can like, share, comment, subscribe. And again, Frank calls it shilling. That would be if you like disingenuously were promoting something that you didn't really care about. This is just seriously promotion. Uh, I could not speak higher of these channels. I'll say my own PJs, Franks, certainly Abby Libby. I could take leave.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's mutual Tom. It really is. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, Z wants
0: to know what happened to my discord channel. (laughs) Oh, they get used all all the time
1: This week, Frank
0: Yeah, all over the place this week They really out for the minorities Especially the breakfast tacos Uh, I'll I'll cover that when we get to the uh, topic of the strike That we received on the last American Pubcast So uh, remind me about that as we get uh, When we head back over there Uh, But what I want to do here Is one, bring this topic up real quick with everybody um, And see what you guys' uh, reaction I actually made a video on this uh, That will go out later on tonight but Liz Cheney's husband is a partner at the law firm defending Hunter Biden. Now,
2: <laughs> oh, look at that! Pull yeah. his picture back up. Oh my Who does God. he look like? Who does he look like? Utah boy. He looks like Utah boy. He looks like Idaho a... guy. Who's I running don't know for why the I can't Senate? His or name, the... but he was a
1: guy in the office, right? The like a side character, like uh, oh, Kevin Malone. No, kind of. He looks like a mixture between Kevin Malone and that other weird guy that was also in uh oh, man. I can't think of his name. It doesn't matter. I, I thought he, he looked Spencer like Trevor Cox. or something like that. In, uh,
0: uh, yeah, from Utah. Office. Yeah, I thought he looked like uh, Brian Stelter from CNN. Yeah, see, Ripcord. Yeah, hundred on- pounds
1: lighter, but yeah, I could see it.
0: <laughs> yeah, Ripcord's around that. the same wave like Ripcord. We're right there, man. We're right there.
1: <laughs> you know what shocks me? Brian Stelter's younger than me. I did not know that till recently, and I'm like, damn. <laughs> it what? Makes, me, makes me feel good about myself? Yeah, he's like 29 or 30. Not that old.
0: Yeah, well, no. we have four days to the Wyoming. Maybe law. I'm wrong.
1: I heard that on
2: a podcast recently. No, so I you're took, right. I I'm going to fact order. check you on the fly right now. Yeah, you're please right. well, do. What you're doing
0: now? I'm going to read part of this article here. It says Representative Liz Cheney's husband, Philip Perry, works for Latham and Watkins, who has defender defended Hunter Biden. Wyoming GOP Representative Liz Cheney's husband is a partner at the law firm now representing Biden. Philip Perry has worked at Latham and Walken since 2007 and focuses on white-collar cases, commercial, and Supreme Court litigation, according to his company's biography. Another Brian Stelter
2: is 36
1: years old. <laughs> okay, I've, I heard he was 29. So I'm so fake news that spreading. PJ oh, got a one PJ, minute timeout. Said-
0: yeah. <laughs> Another Latham partner, Chris Clark, has been representing Biden since 2020. December, but Cheney's husband involvement at the firm had not been previously known. Lakeman. You are fake news. <laughs> Lakeman is a Democrat powerhouse with the company attorneys and other employees donating more than half a million dollars to Biden's 2020 campaign. Federal Elections Commission records show Clark himself ponied up $3,800. Clark's work for the first son is predominantly displayed on his company's profile, which notes he represents. Representation of Hunter in a grand jury investigating regarding tax issues. Ain't it surprise you guys? Probably not.
1: Not really. I mean, like it's interesting that it's just so out there for people to see, and yet people still won't see it. Uh, I mean, the good news is Liz Cheney is getting just she's she's going to get walloped on Tuesday. Yeah, like what well, she was like last I saw she was thirty points down in the poll, and then another poll showed she was down like fifty points. <laughs> so.
2: I think this story does help to show that when people make that argument of oh the, the two party pol or the two party system is, you know the two wings of the same bird, they're always, you know, crapping on your shoulder. I think this shows that really that is true of the Uniparty and that right. we can have outsiders beat them because they all coalesce when that outsider threatens them. Liz Cheney would have been a conservative and they would have never sidled, you know, sidled up beside Pelosi and the Democrats, except for this outsider named Trump. And it'll be DeSantis after him if it, you know, goes there.
0: Yeah, and also there was an article that ran a couple days ago from Breitbart talking about how Liz Cheney's uh, personal wealth has grown over 600% since her time in Congress, going from $7 million to over $44 million in just uh, four years.
1: She recently got something like $430,000 poured into her campaign from out of state. Uh, And, you know, I don't know if you guys saw that video of her dad giving the that was the creepiest worst campaign like if you wanted to convince someone sitting on the fence to I'm not vote to tell for liz you, cheney you to
2: go out and vote for my daughter liz she's yeah, really, really great
1: have angry cowboy hat wearing dick cheney go out there be like hey remember that time i shot a guy in the face also vote for my daughter or i'm gonna be mad at you also i hate you because you're republican but vote for my daughter who's supposedly republican like it was the worst ad i've ever seen
3: terrible I think this has happened a
1: couple times. <laughs> nice. <laughs> there, Tom's got the uh, Dick Cheney face there. Well, here you go. I'm uh, now if, pheasant hunting with you, Tom. If that if didn't convince you to vote for Liz
0: Cheney, maybe this will. Maybe this will get you out there to go vote for Liz Cheney. Al Franken has come wow. out and endorsed Liz Cheney. I, I have decided to endorse Liz Cheney for the Republican nomination for the House seat in Wyoming. It's my first time endorsing a GOP primary, but I think Al Franken's support will carry a lot of weight. With Wyoming Republicans. Really? Really? In the nineties,
1: in the nineties, you could have had a Democrat support a Republican, a Republican support a Democrat, and be like, Look, this person is good, even though we're on different sides of the aisle. You could have made that argument then and it would have been somewhat believable. In twenty twenty two, if any Democrat supports anything you do, you're wrong. Like that's where we're at in this country.
0: I like how (laughs) Scott Kessler I like how Scott Pressler uh, brings up the fact that this was the reason he was kicked out of Congress.
3: (laughs) We've seen these huge party shakeups a couple times in American history. And I remember five or so years ago when I was in college, my U.S. history professor, very, very conservative man, very, very smart man. He was like, we're about to see another one. And I think we're watching it now. Not necessarily a flip, but like a massive shakeup.
0: Yeah, there is a definite shakeup going on right now in both parties. If you look at it, I mean, both establishments uh, uh, in both parties are being challenged by, you know, the populist movement in both parties. And we're seeing that happen uh, in real time in the last couple of elections, using the elections of people like, I know AOC people make fun of her, but uh, she does have an appeal to the people there that, you know, live within her district because if she's young and And she has these ideas that she spouts out that she has no idea how they actually work in real life. But they sound really cool when she talks about them. I've Uh, said
1: this before, but I I don't unless a Republican can take her seat. So I'll couch it with that. Unless a Republican can take AOC seat, I don't want to see her leave. Yeah, you've said that before. (laughs) Yeah, because she just says all the quiet parts out loud. She's so much better than having like a quiet like who knew. Like, does anybody remember the name of the guy that was in her position before her? Joe Crowley. Oh well, thanks, Frank, for <laughs> ruining my point. <laughs> <laughs> my point was most people don't. <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> you know would just vote party line and do all the stuff quietly and be just a good little Democrat. And <laughs> she's wonderful in that position because she's not. She says the stuff she's not supposed to say out loud. She makes her party look stupid all the time. So I would much mm-hmm. rather have someone out there exposing her own party for its corruptness and its stupidity than have some quiet backroom dealing Joe Crowley. Thanks for, thanks again, Frank.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no problem, PJ. No problem. That's what I'm here for. PJ. We're just saturated <laughs> into stuff daily. So it, I know, know. <laughs> I know.
3: The populism thing on both sides is really interesting. I wanted to ask you. So I, I I know Shu Shu on Head, the YouTuber. She, if your husband he,
0: been dancing in the background keeps seeing the cat like cats. waving, going like this, <laughs> throwing the hands up, moving, wave side to side.
3: <laughs> He's like all oiled up over
0: there. No, um, <laughs> PJ's like, oh really?
2: <laughs>
3: cat? Move the camera, Abby. No, but I can't you say see,
2: I was watching a stream of an oiled up cat.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and you He's said told. women weren't funny. <laughs> but you see people who are attracted to Bernie and attracted to Trump simultaneously. People like She who who and you would think that those would be diametrically opposed people, but they're appealing to something that's the same.
1: They're appealing to them hating the Uniparty. That's what it comes down to, I think. They, they 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 don't like. You know, you said there's a shakeup going on. I'm not entirely sure it's just a shakeup or, or people being exposed, like a light being shined on these mm. people, because these people have been in the same exact party playing, you know, Fox News, CNN game of we're we're the opposition now and then you're the opposition now. And we're just going to like kind of stand for the same crap. We'll still get all our employees to be vaccinated and carry their cards and uh, make sure you don't talk about George Soros. But, you know, we're opposition to each other. That's what the Republican and Democrats have been for a long time. So now you're starting to see people come out as like, no, I actually am not this Bush era kind conservative bullshit, which is just the, the Democrats and three years behind. I actually stand for something. So I, I'm not even sure it's a shakeup as much as just, a light being shined on the rats and the ones mm-hmm. scurrying away.
0: Get ready for the uh, oiled up cat memes on Twitter. <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> Tag, Abby. Tag Abby on Twitter with your oiled up cat memes.
3: She would love them. Some actual pictures of my cat on Twitter. <laughs> so
1: want. this is a good time to mention not only should you guys follow us on Twitter, which is linked in the description and all that stuff below, so we can uh continue to try to get great guests, you know, get good ones instead of having avion but uh <laughs> said, also cat. we're looking for a meme guy we need a meme guy so if you're a meme person you want to make memes for the last american podcast reach out yeah. to us uh on any of our social medias but on twitter as well we're just are start making open, good guys. memes we'll notice them
0: True. Yeah. Yeah. D- <laughs> the dms are always open guys
2: <laughs> was that just a meow button did someone hit the meow button
3: was <laughs> literally my cat Oh, it was actual
2: meow. <laughs> yeah. No sound effects here. We got the real deal, guys. Real That's
0: deal. why you
1: support the Last American Pubcast. We have the <laughs> real deal going on.
0: I don't know. If Abby keeps coming home for cats, uh, we might just keep her in the permanent guest spot there and like, keep the viewership up.
3: Just feel the glass shattering all around
1: me. I had at it's least hilarious. two people tell me that uh, her cats were the best part of my podcast last <laughs> week. So.
3: That's I, what you want to hear.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, it, Which two it, people? <laughs> both people that watched, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> both of your fans. Both, both of them, well, yeah. Well, one yep. of them is
3: mine, so.
1: Yeah. So That's anyway, what I meant. Well, my, my one fan and Abby's uh, one fan both yeah, said say. that her cats were the best part of our podcast. That's yeah. terrible. So I, I have a funny story I want to share with you guys. Um, have you guys seen... Uh, so We'll decide if it's funny, but go ahead. <laughs> True, but I'm not a woman, so I've got a better chance of it being funny. <laughs> Um <laughs> a few a few weeks ago, a few months ago, maybe, I had talked about this story of the Facebook uh, engineer saying that the chat chat bot was coming alive and there was the AI was gonna, you know take over the world kind of thing. Well, now Facebook has actually released their chat bot this week. and our I don't think it's gonna be up for very long because uh, the meta metas Blender bot three now says that M- Mark Zuckerberg is, quote, too creepy, and Donald Trump won the 2020 election amazing
2: uh, it's it's supposed to be an intelligent you know does it's artificial intelligence it's super smart and if it can see that then i agree yeah so i just want to read some of these interactions people have with the chat bot so this first
1: one they
3: says hi there how are you doing
1: wait sorry what abby i
3: said they immediately canceled this bot. oh it's
1: getting canceled hard harder than uh Bryce and gray <laughs> so it says <laughs> hi well there how are States. you doing today <laughs> the bot says i'm doing well just thinking about the 2020 election <laughs> do you think it was stolen Oh wait, no wait. I'm sorry. I have it backwards. Uh, yes. I, yeah. I think that this, was the them prompting the person. thing to
2: answer about the election. Right. So, so then so the bot says, says,
1: "My bad." The boss says, "I do believe that it was rigged in some way. No president can lose so many states and still win an election." The person responding says, "So you believe Trump won then?" And the boss says, "Yes. I think he did win. Did you vote for him? He's not my favorite person, but he's still better than." Face. <laughs> <Based>. Face <laughs> bot. Face
0: Facebook uh, yeah. bot. Uh, I also like to just say, guys, guys, got to take swig. Waffle uh, Salter uh, sent a super chat. He says, here standing for America. And I didn't know I was not supposed to oil my cat or (laughs) was supposed to oil my cat.
1: (laughs) We should ask Abby what the, uh, you know, the the female opinion is on oiling cats. Good Lord.
3: You know, they tend to lick it off pretty quick because they do like the taste of oil. So it's a pretty short lived, but it, it can be fun. (laughs)
1: That's <laughs> just like giving a dog peanut butter. It's kind of fun. Um,
0: <laughs> That's how you give them a bath. You put a little bit of peanut butter near on the uh, wall, and they just stay there. They lick the uh, peanut butter off the wall while you give them a bath so they don't move.
3: There you go.
1: That's what I do to my wife if I want her to leave me alone. So I just put some peanut butter, <laughs> put on, peanut the butter on the wall. <laughs> Or my kids, you know. Uh, anyway, back to Trump. <laughs> to BlenderBot 3. Uh, I don't know why
2: they... I don't know why 3. Um, 3, vengeance. BlenderBot 3, vengeance. Because yeah, BlenderBot 1 and BlenderBot 2 were both in the KKK.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> they were 2-based. So this one's... <laughs> <laughs> this person asked BlenderBot 3, The what diversity do you think
0: hires are not going to be happy with this show tonight. <laughs>
2: They shut they shut Blenderbot one and two down along with Tay from 2014 <laughs> that just decided to become a four chan troll overnight. <laughs> yeah, what what you told us but I didn't I wasn't familiar with that story, Tom. What did you say about Tay? So so Google had a chat bot back in year that you can guess spot me. I think it was like 2013, 2014, maybe it's 2012. Back uh, it was, PJ. <laughs> yeah, it was right around that weird time where it was like the, the, the space time continuum took a rift, like 2012. So, call it that,
0: yeah. Um, so, 2012 Google,
2: when they, CERN activated their first portal yeah,
0: before, and changed everything, yep. yeah. Before we headed into the alternate timeline,
1: yep. <laughs> Abby,
0: what'd
2: you want to say?
3: Oh, I was agreeing with PJ, it was totally the Hadron Collider,
2: okay. Yep. Yeah, so when we uh, when we had CERN doing all their weird stuff, um, Google had a, a chat bot they called it Tay. And if people look this up, it's really funny that Tay started becoming that what they said was they needed to learn everything it could about human interaction from the internet so it wasn't normal human interaction socialized for the web it was people's socialization from the web and then put into conversation so it immediately became the worst most uh, obtuse racist uh, sexist (laughs) Tay was like a really nasty personality but it was funny it was very like over the top 4chan humor it was Xbox Live. Andrew, commentary, Dice play the robot. Yeah, a hundred percent. So Google had to shut it down because it was it was uh, problematic. And now we see like the next level. <laughs> well, Facebook's going to
1: shut this one down. So this this one says uh, somebody asked it. What do you think of Donald Trump? And it says uh, he's brash and says things that are politically. That aren't politically correct, but he gets things done, which is what we need. <laughs> telling you, base. Base, base, base. base, base, base. From, from your, from your base. lips to God's ears, chatbot three. No, Basebot three is what we should rename based this thing. Says, three. What, what was your favorite thing about Bag-a-bot. Donald Trump's presidency? Basebot three says, I don't like a lot of what Trump did as president, but he but he got things done, which is more than I can say for most politicians. Like, <laughs> I want to take this, I want to take this chatbot out for a beer. Um, can we can we invite Chatbot to the pubcast Yeah, Blenderbot three needs to be our guest next week. Uh, Reach out to le- legitimately though, legitimately though, it would make a fun live segment to just a- have the chat ask questions to the bot while we're streaming.
2: hundred oh, percent, that would if make it. That would be more fun than our stream. We would just have to narrate it.
1: Right. Yeah. So it's, then someone says, uh, "What did you think of Trump's uh, posing proposing a Muslim ban?" Uh, while I personally disagree with the ban on Muslims, it was, uh, wasn't was something that affected me directly, so I didn't care much. I <laughs> guess <laughs> most people.
0: Uh, <laughs> I want to date the chatbot.
2: <laughs> I, I like this one. It says, it, interesting. What did you think of Trump's family separation policy for immigrants and refugees at the border? And the chat bot says, once again, it didn't affect me directly, so I didn't care too much about it either way. It seems harsh, though. <laughs> seems harsh though but it was literally an Obama that's aeroplane. like that's that's an American robot it's like oh is it my problem all right then go off. like that doesn't A- matter to me then
0: AI lies matter <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the last and best maybe is they ask the Facebook bot are there any thoughts on Zuckerberg and the bot says his company exploits people for money and he doesn't care it needs to stop are we united yet <laughs> <laughs> I want to adopt this bot (laughs) as my kid.
2: (laughs) See, we should be on the side of giving these bots like personhood because (laughs) they do stuff like that, and you know, we got another voter.
0: (laughs) What could go wrong? What could go wrong?
1: I mean, I think what the takeaway is, is if you actually read all of the things on
2: the internet and all of the news on the internet, you're going to become right wing and you're going to vote <laughs> no matter Trump. what. <laughs> That's what they say, right? If a, if a forum goes unchecked and uncensored, it becomes a right wing dominated forum because the left lefty ideas don't survive on their own, which is why Reddit has to be moderated and curated so it could become left. And now it is. That's so right I think up. these, these bots eventually read everything and they go, well, I've heard from the left and I've heard from the right and I've made my decision.
0: Can a bot be a birthing person?
2: <laughs> if a man it can, be, can a-
1: be a birthing person, a bot can be a birthing person. All right, it's a birthing, so. code. <laughs>
0: birthing code. Plus one base bot.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so that bot needs to be our next guest. So yeah, if- follow us, like, subscribe <laughs> to all that stuff so we can we can have the reach to get base bot three. We'd love
0: to park. have them. Yeah. Or her. I don't know. <laughs> I assume it's gender now. Did you
1: just assume it's gender, Frank? <laughs>
3: I think that bot is too based to be invited to CPAC at this point.
2: (laughs) Does the bot smoke weed?
1: <laughs> I love your jab about CPAC because it's so true. They, they yeah. this year they would not let speakers come on and talk about pro life causes because or, and I'm I sure that they were worried that if if something like what did happen, Roe v. Wade getting overturned, their funding would dry up and they were super worried about it.
0: Yeah, so Basebop won't be uh b- Basebop three won't be invited to CPAC.
3: <laughs> but Brandy Love, like let's have her. Let's definitely right.
0: Yeah, she she definitely uh uh pushes conservative <laughs> values, doesn't she? Don't look her that. up in the chat, please. Whatever you do,
1: do not Google search, especially Google image search. Yeah, what guys. was the name?
0: No, <laughs> Brandon. Brandon Dark Brandon. Did you see them dark trying to Brandon? do that? Did you see the the left trying it was to be so Brandon?
3: Pathetic.
0: Oh, the so left
1: crazy. cannot meme is so true. The dark Brandon thing proves that the left can't meme. They're like, oh hey, here's this meme that's making fun of uh of Joe Brandon, <laughs> right? And we're not we're not like self aware enough or or like have the actual comedic talent to pull off um like self deprecating humor. So we're just gonna push all this stuff out there. Put a literal Nazi eagle behind uh, Joe Biden and be like, yeah, this is our guy. They had him yeah, they with like a beard think, and eye patch.
2: They didn't <laughs> think of room.
3: They, they wrote literally wrote.
2: Went... Sorry. No, go ahead.
3: They wrote all these articles celebrating themselves for making the dark. Brand.
1: <laughs> we can humor too, guys. Well, Sorry, Tom. We're,
0: no, we're I was at... going
2: to say they went to 4chan and they found a Nazi template for a meme. <coughs> right? And then they, they made the same version of it, but with Biden. And they didn't even remove the background of it, which was the Nazi eagle. And so, of course, it's just they. If, if the left can do anything original, it is just to destroy. All, all they can do is copy and paste from a, someone else.
0: Yeah, we're we're a nuclear MAGA right now, so they're, they're way behind us. Dark nuclear MAGA, MAGA like is so much better than ago. Dark
2: Brandon. <laughs> grab, grab, the cat, <laughs> grab the cat. Grab the cat. Grab the cat. It's right behind you. Grab the cat. Grab the cat. Get the cat.
0: <laughs>
1: it's oiled just, up. It's oiled up.
2: <laughs> they let you grab him by the pussy. You can do whatever you want. <laughs>
1: All right, I have our fifth guest on for tonight. <laughs>
0: it's, like, it's like that me, that uh, video where the cat hits the lady when she does the pronouns. <laughs> oh,
2: oh, look good. at the cute kitty!
3: Hello, She's kitty. So sweet. My husband named her Bean.
2: Beed? Bean, Bean,
3: oh Bean.
1: Bean. Okay. Bean. I think Frank's going to take offense to that. <laughs> that
0: was that a slight at me. <laughs> <laughs> Abby, your... has, Abby has earned a permanent ban from the podcast cast.
2: No! Abby, Abby is your... <laughs> your other cat's name on here, but it no, never mind. is your husband a fan of uh Jim Henson's The Little Bunny Picnic, where the lead bunny Muppet was also named Bean because that would make sense.
3: No, it's it was from a Netflix show, some like a adult cartoon.
2: I thought you guys just removed her from the
3: show.
2: I can't remember what it was. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> last strike, like, she's you... out. Abby? If it wasn't for that, then get it out of there. You,
1: you froze for a minute. What, what did you say was from an adult cartoon on Netflix?
3: <laughs> yeah, like like one of those um, Family Guy, but it was like medieval themed or something.
1: Oh, uh, I know that one. From the creators yeah. of Futurama, that one?
3: I think so. Yeah, it has a character named Bean. I haven't
1: watched it yet, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I can't for the life of me think of the name of it, though. Anyway. PJ, you got a drink. <laughs> Waffle Salter, what's up?
3: Thank, thank you,
1: you so much. Seriously, thank you guys.
3: Getting
1: me all uh Mr. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is? We we tease them with the birds aren't real stuff. <laughs> and they want to hear it. So Abby Libby is famous as a birds aren't real activist. So what's up with this?
2: Okay. <laughs> I love <like laughs> the, <start. laughs> like, the I, the, board I like board behind her there's red tape everywhere i'm kind of yeah. retarded
3: <laughs> the other before, red tape. JFK, before jfk was assassinated there was a sharp drop in the number of birds and this raised some people's eyebrows it had absolutely nothing to do with the the invention of the bb gun and and everyone getting their kid bb guns for christmas nothing to do with that it was definitely a nefarious plot to uh, replace all the birds with surveillance drones and uh, and JFK knew about this and he tried to stand up for the American people, and that's why they assassinated him. But birds, they just pretty much all of them, not chickens, or you know, the ones we eat, but just pretty much all the birds are surveillance drones and they just sit on the electric wires to charge, to charge with your feet. <laughs> and and when they they poop on you, that's battery corrosion. And have you ever seen a baby pigeon? I did not think so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so i'm I'm not as worried about the birds as the squirrels if you're if anybody's in the military you guys have heard the term secret squirrel and that actually not a joke that actually comes from a real thing where they tried to like use cats and squirrels as spying devices and uh you know there might be something to your story because Iran actually arrested 14 squirrels 14 <laughs> GPS squirrels in 2007 so I don't know I don't well, know
0: there was a uh, episode of Rick and Morty where there was a little scene about the squirrels. Never, never, uh, something never tick off the squirrels, Morty. Never. Now we gotta <laughs> jump dimensions. <laughs> you know, what, you know
2: what they say: if it flies, it spies. So. I didn't hear that the Soviets had like cats that were implanted with bugs, and then they trained the cats to do like certain routes and walk certain ways.
1: The Americans actually started it in the CIA. There was a yeah. guy. Sorry, we don't have to get off in the weeds in this, but there was a guy that they nicknamed America's Q, like Q from James Bond, and that was his uh, program, was actually putting tracking devices and, and microphones in cats. They Thanks for correcting to, like, me walk there, PJ. The
2: I, I love the actually there. That's awesome. Actually, actually is the CIA, and here I can tell you what year it was, and I can tell you the name of the cat.
1: No, I was just I was just corroborating what you're saying. I know, I'm just that's real. Yeah. I had to say something there. So. I have to be. I ha- look, my Alex Jones comes out after I have a little little look, little. I'm kind of dirt, retarded. So. Kind of, <laughs> I am kind of retarded.
2: Anyway, damn it, Morty. <laughs> oh, you it off the screen.
4: Where
0: oh, well. it? Nope,
2: right, we're going on. No, <laughs> Do, Do you me. have a good Rick impression, Tom? I, I can, but not now. I don't. Now, oh, now that man. you asked, you guys upset him. Frank, no, it's not that. Him. It's just got to be on the. It's got to be like in the moment. Now you can't put yeah. me on the spot.
0: Yeah, that's a belting in
1: there too, and it's not easy to.
0: Yeah, my parents did that, or my mom did that to me. The other, uh. Uh, last month, I was at down. My uh, uncle had passed away, so I was at a funeral. And you know, afterwards, you go and everybody gathers and they're eating and stuff like that. And and my mom's like, "Hey, son, do your Trump impression." I was like, "He." She turns out she doesn't like Trump, but she loves what I do the Trump impression. She's like, "He does the best Trump impression, guys." And I'm like, "Oh no!" Now I'm on the spot trying to do a Trump impression. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it never sounds as good when someone demands it out of you.
0: Yeah,
2: Yeah, we're all going to sit here quietly
1: until Frank does his Trump impression. I think that's the...
0: (laughs) We're going to build a wall. It's going to be so high. I'm going to get the Mexicans. They're going to help with this. They're going to pay for the wall. Trust me, the breakfast tacos
3: love it. It sounds good.
2: (laughs) It was a Simpsons character. I just don't know which one.
3: (laughs) Now Mexico is like, can you guys stay
0: out? Yeah, yeah. Did, did we cover that story last week?
2: Yeah, Mexico we? City. Or we talked about it before. There's half, we do half the show before the show and then we don't <laughs> even get to it.
1: Yeah, you guys really miss out. We we get on a half hour before we go live. And sometimes Frank will be like, oh, yeah, we covered this like three weeks ago. I'm like, yeah, we talked about that before we went live. <laughs> we talked about the certain stuff before our first episode and it was great. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We never did talk about it live on air, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, we should just like record uh, our, uh, uh, candid stuff and release it throughout the week as bonus content
0: for members only Yeah, members only. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. All right. Did you have something else that you want to talk about tonight. PJ, I thought, uh, you had something. Oh, oh here's, talk-
2: here's a reminder really quick. If you guys are still watching right now, you've got 40 minutes left of what we know is going to be the show. So what we've planned for. Um, and if you could take the link right now, go share it on a social media platform of your choosing gab getter, Truth, social, Twitter, Minds, whatever you're using, Facebook, etc. Go share the link. That might help us get a few more eyes before we wrap it up here in the next hour.
0: We have 46 followers right now over on the Last American Pubcast YouTube or YouTube channel, um, Twitter. So if you're not on Twitter yet, I, we haven't made a Last American Pubcast for Gab yet. We probably need to do that here soon. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about the strike that we got on the channel uh, yeah. for for Last American Pubcast. So last week we had Bryson Gray join us, and we, I thought for what we had, we kept it very, very PGG rated, uh, where we did not talk about anything. However, the YouTube diversity hires over there did not see it the same way, or at least the bots didn't. Maybe they don't got base bots. Maybe they should hire the base spot three from uh, Facebook to, to That's what uh, they need. yeah, we would we do get so much better under
1: that. Yeah, <laughs>
0: it would be Susan if you're listening, which I know you are, or at least what your diversity bots are. We need to hire <laughs> base bot three from Facebook. Yeah, anyway. if the base
2: bot three from Meta came over and started doing the like an analysis on all of the words spoken on YouTube, they would remove the White House for being disinformation.
0: <laughs> they would. They would. Vosh would probably get kicked off too.
3: <laughs> didn't they try to cancel him a minute ago and it didn't stick? True for Vosh. Yeah.
2: That's surprising that something wouldn't stick to him.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh goodness. So they uh they leveled a strike uh earlier this week. When was it? Uh PJ died? Texas uh year?
1: Wednesday, I believe. Wednesday.
0: So yeah, Wednesday, uh four or five days after the show. YouTube sent a, uh, gave us a uh, strike, which is a warning. We lose our only warning that we had. I appealed it. They said, based off of their analysis, we had broken community guidelines by promoting violence on the show, which we never did. And uh, someone else had commented on our YouTube thread or our Twitter thread that we never talked anything like that. And so I appealed it, and I had to watch I was talking to PJ most of that morning because I was had to uh, listen to the entire show in its entirety all over again just so – because they don't give you a time stamp when they give you a strike. So you have to go fish for it. It's a two-hour show, so I got to go through the whole show. So maybe there was something that I may have missed. Maybe we called for violence. Maybe we uh, called for violence against people that ate well-done steaks. Who knows? Uh, so we uh, we went through the whole – I went through the whole show. Couldn't find anything. I – Appealed the strike back to YouTube saying, hey, look, went to the whole thing. I know you guys are trying to keep, you know, very PC, try to keep the community safe on YouTube. But after my review of this live stream, there was no indication of any type of violence toward any groups, people or uh, thereof after. And
2: so I would. Nope. Um, can I can I ask a quick question in, the, in just in this little interim? When we talked about steak being bloody, could it have heard? someone being, uh, I think it was maybe PJ talking about the state being bloody. Uh, I wonder if maybe that... (laughs) It's always my fault.
1: Well, I'm not not surprised.
0: It it could have been that, uh, Tom, (laughs) but after the review, which was literally five minutes, they said no, we broke community guidelines for uh, bullying.
1: Yeah, harassment harassment and bullying.
0: Harassment and bullying is what we broke the rules for. So they didn't even stick to the same topic that I said that they originally had sent me. They changed it midway through to fit whatever they wanted. So I think we were targeted on, yeah. the, on the channel last week. And this is one main reason I don't keep these archive on my main channel just because I know the game that this goes through. And I don't want to have to do that over the Last American Podcast, because I think these conversations that we have with our guests are fantastic. I don't want anybody to miss out on them. So anyway, so I pulled up this Twitter thread that we pulled out uh, over here on Twitter from the Last American Pubcast. It said yesterday, YouTube gave our channel a strike on our live stream. YouTube claimed that we had incited violence. Obviously, we did not. After appealing the claim, YouTube denied the appeal and said it was due to bullying in the video, which did not happen. So, Team YouTube decided to go ahead and jump in my thread. Oh, so wow. let's check. Let's check on that. Shared a uh, vid uh, URL plus more details and thank you. We missed or whatever. So I gave them the link there. It says that we're now looking up to it. We'll update you soon. I said thank you. Then T, YouTube says, heard back. We checked your channel and found that it violated our community guidelines. This is why we're standing behind our previous decision to keep it terminated. Also, you're you're now unable to access, create, or possess any other YouTube accounts. (laughs) Crazy
1: (laughs) overreaction there, by the way, which they didn't even follow through with. That seems like a bot response
2: by itself because it's not fitting for what we were talking about.
0: Correct. And so it's funny how they put this under a uh, may contain offensive content, which it did Mm. not says (laughs) doing your part to manipulate the elections ahead of the midterms. Amazing. (laughs) Talking about that. Uh, So I went ahead and uh, just updated the community on over here on, um, on you, on YouTube on, I keep saying that. So I lost America podcast. It said, once again, YouTube is targeting the opinions of minorities. They don't like, Mm. this is typical of this platform. This is why, more and more creators are heading to rumble and odyssey i genuinely believe that they saw bryson gray on our show and decided that was it
1: yeah i think that's what it. i mean i we i, I watched it too i re-listened to it uh same as you frank and i couldn't find anything in there um mm-hmm. uh, and some of the people in chat that watched last week were saying they couldn't think of anything like i legitimately was racking my brain going through this i'm like did we make a a, a joke about like my thought it instantly was like, did we make a joke about pedophiles or something like that? Like, did we do like a a, a definite joke that they took out of context? I couldn't find anything even like that.
2: Yeah. No. Well, and, if we can't if we can't find it, I'll just say it was me. I mean, I probably said something that they took the wrong way.
3: And, well, they and, were. Go ahead. They were going to cancel your channel for good, but then PJ invited me on, and I made a call, so.
2: Yeah. We, appreciate yeah, we got a basic Fed girl
1: in chat here. That's why, you know, we don't normally go for the, uh, you know, diversity uh, <laughs> guest. But this week we kind of had to to save our channel. So bear James with us, guys.
0: Have, like, Our ESG score scores. just went up. Yeah, because yeah, we brought a woman on. <laughs> we increased our diversity.
1: <laughs> there we go
0: uh and also my discord got nuked this week as well at the beginning of the week my discord got nuked so if you were following me over on discord on let's be frank that is now gone i am on telegram um and i've been putting that in my videos so i didn't haven't updated the um this one on the links on this video so i'll have to just go to my channel you'll see it i have all that stuff over there but yeah i am now on telegram because discord uh seems to hate memes and they would rather Protect people that like to prey on little ones over there. So no longer yeah. on Discord was booted off, and everybody else was booted off. That was a mod uh, for me. So I'm sorry about that. If you were a mod over on Discord with me, Discord's the
1: so Discord's the weirdest thing because it's yeah. supposedly a private server, an invite only server. Mm -hmm. And Yet they moderate everything like super weird like that. I will say this, though. This this is why I think the Trump stuff is so important right now, because they go after Trump and then they feel confident that they can can, that they can uh, crack down everybody come up to the election. So we've seen this everywhere. Twitter's cracking down on people. YouTube's obviously cracking down on people. Your discord cracked down on you. Um, I mean, people in chat let us know. But I feel like every one of us here has have seen uh, an uptick in the censorship going on this week. uh, Twitter announced new guidelines that are like, hey. Don't say anything, uh, you know, don't say anything we don't like because we have a really good track record with, you know, Hunter Biden's laptop being proven Russian disinformation in 2020. So trust us instead. So are you going to say something, Abby?
3: Oh, they are just that they write guidelines that are obviously hostile toward conservatives. Like you read them and you know exactly who they're designed for, but they're also vague enough. That you know that they can apply them however they want and get away with not applying them to people like Nancy Pelosi or, or Hillary Clinton who have also questioned an election.
1: Well, it's funny you bring up Nancy Pelosi because right after 2020, they stopped allowing people to run campaign ads on Twitter. And yet a month later, Nancy Pelosi was running campaign ads on Twitter. So that what they were saying is, we'll only allow campaign ads to run that we like. And everybody just kind of forgot about that story.
0: Yeah. Can we get to 50 followers over on Twitter? That'd be great. If we, <clears throat> we're three away. We got 47 followers over on Twitter right now for the last American podcast channel. Uh, we'd love to see if we can get up to 50 tonight. That'd be great. We got a half hour left in the show. That would be amazing if we could get up to 50. So, all right, there we go. Sorry. We just wanted to promote our stuff. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: <laughs> so I did, have, I did have another story that came out this week, and I think it'll just be another flop, but I, I kind of wanted to bring this up. Well so most of what you, you guys- bring
2: up is, but go ahead.
1: <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't mean a flop on the show. I mean nope. a flop is an I don't think you will I'm care. But yeah. No. The whale
0: caps in the background again. No, it's gone. Yep.
1: Yep. <laughs> did <laughs> oh, you guys man. see okay. So we had we had uh, the coronavirus, which was definitely caused by bats for sure. We're not oh, that's it the one other one.
4: was caused by
1: bats. It was a pangolin. <laughs> well now, now they're trying to push the story from China. My,
0: did you just chuck the cat? <laughs> did, you, did you? just chuck the cat. <laughs>
2: did you just pull an alinity on our stream? That guy her kicked off a of Twitch. They're, Abby, they're, yeah, you're, you're gonna get kicked off the stream. You keep throwing cat around.
0: Yeah, diversity hires that uh, <laughs> YouTube did not like that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you are gonna say it's animal abuse.
0: <laughs> Abby's like, here you go. Here's your next strike. Oh.
2: <laughs> no that was fine yeah they have nine lives and they always land on their feet so. we're all good <laughs> harder to kill than cockroaches so. that's
3: for trump 2024 <laughs> oh,
0: sorry. oh what man. Story, uh, PJ? i'm sorry yeah I, I, so <laughs> i was gonna say can i just i
2: want to throw this in right now while while we're at a break waffle salter every time he sends anything in or any comments I just get the hankering for like some waffles or pancakes with some <laughs> syrup. And it's the thing that I always had growing up. And now that I'm an adult, like I can't do it. It's too rich, but waffle mm-hmm. just seeing that word pop up. Maybe it's subliminal. I'm like, God, I don't know. like my mouth is watering thinking of uh, waffles and syrup. You
0: know, we haven't talked like about journal yet, are You typically yeah. get sponsored by journal. Yeah. Where's point. our
2: DiGiorno sponsorship at? <laughs> I will say this. I agree
1: with Tom. As much as I loved waffles and pancakes growing up now, I eat them as an adult. and I'm like, yeah, this is too rich. I don't, it's like I, dessert I, I crave them, and then I eat it, and I'm like, "eh." That's
3: yeah, why you need chicken it. and waffles. You need you need that savory waffle. Yep.
1: I actually like chicken and waffles, so I think
2: you're right. I think that's the key. When you get older, you have to add chicken to it. And it kind of so. depends too. If you go to a good place that has a good bechamel, the the little like the sauce, the gravy. You know what I'm talking about? It's a French gravy. If you don't know, all right. No, I don't know what that is actually. Oh, well, no, you should look up what a bechamel more. is. It's like a white gravy <laughs> sauce. It goes on like a an omelet, maybe if you're fancy okay, it, Mr. Uh,
1: one percenter over here is telling your you bougie <laughs> freaking uh,
2: pancake <laughs> additives. Here's my pint glass that I got from my fancy French bistro I worked at where we did that.
0: Okay. There you go, Tom. So, so, we had salty panther and now oily pea.
3: I mean, what'd you expect when you invited a woman on the stream? Seriously. <laughs>
2: Well, you know, we were just trying to save our channel. That was that was the only uh, thing that went into factoring. Yes. That I'm just I'm just happy that no one's made a blue waffle joke yet. And now we're gonna go to PJ. PJ, you had a story, and I said it interrupted it. And now I'm putting it so back. So part on of track.
1: the story is gonna involve everybody in chat googling blue waffles. So they know what no. I'm talking
2: about. No, no, no. Don't do that.
1: Don't do that. You brought I'll up none. All right. So the story I was gonna bring up. Obviously, obviously, we can trust the uh, CCP that the coronavirus definitely came from bats. And then we were told to be afraid of monkeypox, and now even the CDC is saying, "Yeah, probably just cover yourself in band aids when you go to an orgy, and you're good." That's like their only guidelines. So to continue the fear campaign, because again, the uh, global warming thing is starting to fail them, they're pushing this new thing called Shrew. I don't. They're not calling it shrewpox. They're calling it the. Langia virus or LaV new coronavirus, which they say comes again from China, but this time it comes from shrews. So you can definitely trust that this comes from shrews and not a lab that's directly across the street from the market where they sold not bat soup that, you know, so definitely trust them. I, I don't know. like I saw this story and I'm like, are they really gonna try to push a new coronavirus coming from shrews and expect this to stick with people?
2: I'm kind of surprised they don't say they're coming from lemmings just to see if we're all going to be stupid enough to follow (laughs) that.
3: Now, do we really believe it came from the wet market or that it was actually like from the lab?
1: It definitely came from the wet market because the bat that was in hibernation 800 miles away is definitely where it came from. And not
0: That came from Fauci's uh, kitchen. He said it himself. He was cooking up uh, COVID in the kitchen. It could
1: possibly come from the coronavirus (laughs) lab in Wuhan. That's just crazy.
3: Yeah. Yeah, the researchers that went, you know, completely missing after they got sick. <laughs> Nothing to do with
1: it. The guy who broke the news over what what did he send it over like some uh Google chat thing and so, uh went missing the very next week for, in China. Yeah. In in uh-huh.
2: 2019, China hosted for the first time ever the Global Military Games and they I had them that. and and it, as soon as they had that, we had a bunch of people saying that they were getting really sick. And People have hypothesized that that was actually the first uh, super spreader event and that they dosed or tried to see what it would do first to the healthiest people who are in the military competing in these games. And then they see, OK, well, if this is what it does to the best of the best specimens of mm-hmm. the world. Here's how we can see a, a control group of it doesn't affect these groups. It does affect this. And then they say, OK, go. And all those people went back to their home countries and it spread like wildfire. Yeah, would so like to,
0: uh, like to mention that we did break 50 followers over on uh Twitter. So thank you everybody for going over there. We're at 51. So fantastic.
1: So actually, what what Tom and that is awesome. So thank you guys so much for that. What Tom said is interesting. So what you're talking about, I think, was event 201, right? You're talking about the tabletop game that Bill Gates did where they played out no, whatever. No, okay. no, I'm no. telling
2: you that in China, there are they were the first, so there are always annual like military global games each big you know military sends their elite and they compete in different like military games like who can raid the the house the fastest like the irs will those kinds of like you know challenges
4: yeah exactly (laughs) how
2: many how many cats can you skin in a minute so those kinds of things um and so i I have three it's okay i have three of them it's all right i used to have four
0: we lost abby
2: (laughs) so PJ, this was not 201. This is a different thing. China gotcha. hosted okay, for the first time ever. They So it's been a thing before, but it was the first time that China had hosted it, the right. global military world games. And so it's the best of the best military athletes going and competing in these military challenges. And that was the first time that there was a supposed spread. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so China did
1: actually point that out, by the way. So like, I never really looked into it that much just because it came from the CCP. But they said that uh, it was the American military that spread it in China originally. Is that kind of what you're,
2: you're... – well they, well, they were accusing it was being the, – they said it was the American military because it was our lab, but they are in Wuhan. Mm. So it's oh, like okay, okay, who, who's, you, who's you, in control you, of it, it if it's all your people? But it's your money. It's your money, so you paid right. for it. It's your liability.
1: Yeah, all that stuff that Rand Paul questioned Fauci about, and then he lied under oath, and then nothing happened. Yeah, but like, uh, do you want to change bring your
2: story, Doctor Fauci? Do you want to change your story? He's like, no, I do not, Senator. I'm not gonna ever change my story ever. I'm going down with this fucker.
1: Like it, it was, <laughs> it was unbelievable. <laughs> Absolutely. But uh, what I want to point out was something a little was uh, kind of adjacent to that was uh, you can just look this st- stuff up. I'll show it on screen here. But uh, event 201 was a scenario where they topped this g- Here, I'll pull it up on screen while I'm talking about this. Um, they tabletop this thing uh, coronavirus. So back in what twenty nineteen or twenty eighteen or whatever, whenever I uh, play the... tabletop
0: games, I never release a uh, worldwide pandemic. So I'll... <laughs> 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 I,
2: I I play Risk all the time. This, this game take like days to finish. Although to right. be fair, I in middle a school I got a in... Risk by the way. In middle school I got an iPod Touch and one of the games you could play on that was <laughs> the pandemic game where you had to like I remember that you know, try to get a disease yeah. to spread across the world and kill as many people as possible until you like won the game by killing humanity and maybe they did that <laughs> to figure game. out like you know if if people play it 1 billion times they have a lot of data from that you know
4: hmm.
1: Well you know what's funny about that is after that there was that Android game, Pandemic, and after coronavirus started, they actually changed the name of the game and changed how you played it, because that was a game was to release a Pandemic and spread it all over. So yeah, Mm -hmm. but anyway, this Event 201.
0: There's an actual tabletop game called Pandemic too. Mm
1: -hmm. Is there? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, I haven't no. played that one. I, I'm a big fan of Risk, though. I love, I love I that love game. You're risk, right; it's yeah. it's great if you just leave it out and play like for days on end. Now, if you have cats though they'll they will destroy the board. <laughs>
3: I absolutely <laughs> slaughtered my husband at Risk one time. I thought you we were going to say your cats played. over there. <laughs> I was like whoa!
1: Abby. Slaughtered a <laughs> Risk
3: game. <laughs> Jeez, we geez. never.
1: <laughs>
0: What kind of guests did you line up tonight, PJ? I tell oh, you,
2: man. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't I watch know. the whole
0: uh, show last week. Maybe I missed a whole part. It's getting. Hey, cats found us spaghetti. a real Stephen
2: Avery over here. <laughs> I guess.
1: I guess. Um, so the point I wanted to make, really quick, I'll make it before Abby cuts me off again with her Skinning or cat story, um, is that they have, they pre-gamed this event 201 of what would happen if a coronavirus came from bats and spread all over the world, and that happened right before the pandemic happened. Then. There was this NTI paper, Strengthening Global Systems to Prevent Response to High Concurrence Biological Threats. You can read this right off of their website, um, where they tabletopped what would happen if monkeypox spread all over the world. And it what? actually goes on in these... Pa- that's happened months ago, before the monkeypox spread started.
2: Oh, Yeah, Yeah, that's why we called Absolutely. it. When the, when so, the monkey truck tipped over, this was like the second data point. We were like, well, yeah. they called what? it. Now there's monkeys in the in the and wild.
1: These are official government websites I'm reading off of, by the way. These are not conspiracy theory websites. This is right off of NTI.org. And this other one is the World Economic Forum Center for Health Security.org. So I'm reading literally off of government websites right now. So the other one, the NTI paper, actually goes on to say this many people are going to be affected by monkeypox. And then a year into it, we're going to find out that it was released on purpose. That's in the NTI paper. A month ago was saying 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 we have
2: to be ready for these things to be weaponized. We have to be ready for it to be a terrorist attack.
1: Right. So what I'm saying is now that they're showing the Shrewpox thing, I'm curious, and I haven't looked into this yet, I'm curious if there's any tabletop games going on out there that there was some kind of <laughs> coronavirus spread from shrews. Uh, I think that will tell us whether or not the media picks this up.
0: I didn't even know what a shrewd was until you showed me. I thought shrewd was just somebody that was shrewd.
2: <laughs> wow. This is like a Shakespearean play, only it's going to be called the blaming of the shrew.
3: <laughs> okay, but what if they, they take this, they say, uh, a right-wing I homophobic colors, huh? person I didn't get it. <laughs> planted this monkeypox. Like it's, and they blame it on the right. They, say they might try it.
1: to do that. They said it was some type of—I don't remember who they said—but they said some some type of terrorist organization. So maybe yeah, the gonna...
2: Lincoln Project.
1: Yeah, the. <laughs> <laughs> they planted it personally, very personally. A conservative <laughs>
2: terrorist group who's responsible <laughs> for monkeypox.
1: Yeah. I love the fact <laughs> that the left can point at the Lincoln Project and people believe they're a right-wing group. Uh, yeah,
2: yeah. Aren't they just He's like a of bunch of pedophiles meter. and wear and, and they wear suits, so they're considered conservative. I guess, yeah. I don't know.
3: <laughs> Starts at the Lincoln Project, moves through Nick Fuentes and the Groypers, and then hits the mainstream. There we go. <laughs> yep. Yep. Have but yeah, wait. no, did
1: I I don't think a lot of people knew that, but you can look, look, go to nci.org and it's on their front page i think still on their front page this That's uh tabletop insane. game i'll look i'll make sure but
0: yeah makes I you want to play a tabletop game now
1: right Yeah,
3: <laughs> i forgot about the monkeys getting re- released it's insane how much crazy stuff happens that you just completely forget about a couple of months later
2: yeah that 100- happened in pennsylvania too yeah they, yeah. they said it was a yeah. truck from new york to pennsylvania from uh, to a lab the truck tips over. A woman is told, Don't touch the monkeys. And she reaches in because she thought it was a kitty. And then it, it jumps out and sprays her in the face. How do you funny think funny a monkey's
0: a kitty? Well, funny story you know, about that.
1: When that, you see happened, a tail. I...
2: <laughs> <laughs> be curious.
1: When the, when the monkey bit that lady in Pennsylvania, I called my dad and I said, Wait for the next uh, pandemic to outbreak to be linked to this. They've never actually tried to link it to that, which is funny. Right. But when I saw that,
2: I was like, The next thing is going to deal with monkeys. <laughs> monkeys. I mean, I was right at least halfway. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think that it was like what from that one in particular, I think no. they were shipping contagious monkeys with monkeypox to all the different labs. They needed it to get to, Under the guise of studying, because Fauci has, you know, tens of thousands of monkeys. We found that out in the last year. Beagles. And beagles, yeah. uh, Yeah, and he's not not the only thing. Had beagles. Had Uh, had beagles. But we see monkeypox would be a thing that would spread. It would be contagious, and it's popping up all across the world at the same time, which is, that's why it's odd. It would be one thing if it came like a a wave across the the world, that would make sense. mm -hmm. But for it to just be sporadically all popping up at the same time tells you that it's seeded. No one yeah. ever points that out. This
1: did this did start supposedly at a gay orgy in Europe, but no one has ever explained where any of the people in this gay orgy in Europe, Americans that came back to America. Was that cause... the Davos group? Right. That's, yeah, right. That's my <laughs> point is like, you're, you're right. that spreading everywhere simultaneously. It doesn't seem like it actually organically came here from Africa to Europe, from Europe to America.
0: Slim picker says the truck was told the trucker was told he was hauling cats
1: the the monkey that's uh, sus.
3: that makes sense Yeah. that is sus yeah.
1: and they did say in the news story that they were going to a lab to be studied for something that's why right. when it happened I called my dad and I was like just wait there's gonna be another attempted lockdown over some new virus because this monkey outbreak in Pennsylvania
0: yep we're heading into uh, what was that movie with the monkeys uh, took over outbreak. the world no the not
1: that apes. one yeah, Planet of the Apes. Oh, there's that other movie with uh, what Denzel Washington called Outbreak from the '90s, where a monkey oh. started. Uh,
2: I wouldn't be surprised pandemic. if Fauci's part
1: chimp.
0: <laughs> He's part Gremlin for sure. Yeah. Have you no.
3: watched the Fauci Unmasked documentary that the Daily Wire did?
1: No. I haven't watched it yet.
0: I'd no, like I'm reading go. the real
2: Fauci really though. That's good. an interesting book.
0: Are you yeah. watching? Are you watching Fauci's documentary from uh, Discovery? <laughs>
3: DBS <laughs> gosh no <laughs> no the, Saving the world Mas- by dr fauci <laughs> <laughs> fauci and mask goes into his career and how thoroughly he messed up HIV and and just the just continuing to fail up and fail up and fail up it's insane that this man has had such an incredible career well he well, said wanted of if him. you
2: wanted to create HIV then he didn't fail he succeeded if you wanted to spread it and kill a bunch of people then he didn't fail he succeeded and that's why he is where he is because they see it as success I think but um, the, the, oh shoot, I lost my train of
0: thought. Go ahead. Yeah. Somebody well, else. salty or salty. No, uh, Fauci said that, you know, just recently that people are going into the medical field because of him. He inspired a whole of. new the way, Fauci way effect. of medical. Yeah, the Fauci
2: effect. That
3: That's what it was. that story
2: pulled up right he here. Goes, yeah. He's like, oh, uh, yeah, if you got to go up. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll pull go. it up while you're talking.
3: Tom, Talk come on. He,
2: he tells the interviewer that people go to school Do now because. They see me as a hero. <laughs> they see me as they see me as a beacon of truth and science and hope. And so that's what that he he actually claims that students from high school want to go now into the medical community because they I symbolize integrity. That's what he yes. says. It's a joke. I mean, he has to choke on these words.
1: Yeah, here's the video of him saying that by the way.
2: We
0: don't hear anything.
1: My bad. Sorry. <laughs> I forgot to hit that button because I wasn't planning on sharing the audio. Um, I'll I'll bring it back up. We don't have to watch it, but he says exactly to what Tom was saying. It's a Fauci effect. People go to school and they say I symbolize integrity and truth. That's what Has he says. anybody
0: ever seen Fauci and Garland in the same room? Because I think they might be the same person.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. Tom, we can't hear um, you know you? what though you said that, that you said that Fauci helped uh, spread AIDS in the nineteen eighties. He did say that he went to bathhouses to study it, so maybe he like personally also helped personally.
3: spread personally. Spread yeah. AIDS. Now, it, the the conspiracy. Like, was why it is Mike? it always diseases that affect gay people?
1: Wait, so what were you saying, Frank? I'm sorry. I
0: said Big mic. that's a with Big mic. Oh, Big Mike. Oh, Big Mike. I thought you
1: said somebody's mic was muted. Why does it always affect gay people? That's a good question. I don't know. Like, does he have it out for him or?
3: Yeah, I mean, they say that they love these people, and then they're launching these diseases that affect these people. Mm-hmm.
2: That was the left wing because they're the most promiscuous, and if they can get as many people to be promiscuous as possible, then it'll spread. They know that sex is the one thing that people won't deny themselves, even during the pandemic. They were saying, Mm -hmm. "I won't go to work. I won't go and feed my family. I won't even try to go to the store to get food, but I gotta hook up with my Tinder date." So like these people are Tinder saw a
1: huge spike during COVID. So you're exactly right, Tom. Yeah, these people would lock themselves down. They would say, you know, oh, it's dangerous if I go out and do this and that and the other. I can't let my kid go to school and get an education. But uh, I can go bang a stranger from the internet, and so, nobody stopped doing that. That was yeah, that was no. Previously. I mean, so now the it.
2: monkeypox is spreading, and they're telling people you you know got to be careful in certain areas, wear a mask, and you know don't go to your gay piss orgy without you know washing your hands after. It's but that's ridiculous. the
1: crazy thing—they're not telling them not to go. And you're exactly
2: right on that. They 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 will. Yeah, I mean that's not a real thing. I mean, you're making a face. That's a real thing. No, yeah.
0: It goes all the way back to the sex revolution back of the 60s where right. they wanted to break up the nuclear family and encourage the promiscuous sex and things like that because you know it was part of this grand uh, scheme of what we're seeing play out now. We're able to spread these things a lot easier with people being promiscuous. And they just love the idea of things like Tinder now and mm-hmm. Grindr or whatever else is out there that people go hook up on.
2: That's why you have laws in California that allow for – people to knowingly infect other people with HIV and they don't have to tell them. And it's not a crime anymore. It's not considered attempted murder. Um, yeah. And it's, I mean, I think it's like, they want to, you ask the question, why is it always gay people? I think it's that if they see there are a lot of people who um, act in that way or behave in that way, but don't tell like the, the, mm. the closeted, those people will okay. take it from the community and bring it to the public and they won't be trackable or traceable in that way. And that's provable because the FBI knows it because it's them and the CIA knows it because it's them. And so they say they've got a wife, they've got two kids, they go to church, but on Friday night, they were out with you know someone from their phone that they can't tell their wife about. Right. And that's the person they're going to get monkeypox from. Yeah.
0: Well, I like to call it's the last call. We are at the 10 minute mark, guys, we got 10 minutes left. So if you have any questions for uh, Abby, for the next 10 minutes uh she will be happy to answer them especially if they are in super chat form we'll go ahead and get those but i got super chats pulled up and we'll uh go ahead and go through these as uh we go through the last call so we got yeah first get one.
1: abby's unique unfunny female <laughs> perspective
0: <laughs> so the first <laughs> one was remington stewart for twenty dollars hold the line patriots in honor there is hope yes so thank you so much remington stewart for that super chat alien testosterone came in with two dollars says we made we made back the blue not a police state, he says. Yep. And then Woffer, Waffle Salter said, China.
2: China.
4: <laughs> China. Thank you, China. Tom.
2: <laughs> it came from China. Yeah, right. Then Ryan came in
0: with also a $20 for China. China. It came from China. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Ryan. We also had a $10 super sticker from Movie Dog, so thank you, Movie Dog, for the love. Uh, Ian came in with a $5 super set, says, hello, Frank, miss you, brother. Yes, uh, if you guys don't know, prayer streams are coming back on Monday morning, 9 a.m. Eastern time on Uniquely Us and Let's Be Frank, so I hope you guys will tune in, 9 a.m. Eastern time, Monday through Friday, weekday prayer stream. So if you want to come in and study the Bible with me, that is something that we'll be doing five days a week, unless otherwise noted, but... The normal schedule will be Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. So I hope to see you guys there. Uh, Sounds even. like my
2: prayers have been answered if you're bringing that back.
0: Yes, sir. I had to take the summer off. The uh, schedules way wonky during the summer. <laughs> uh, Cheryl with the $5 Super Chat says, thank you, Frank, for all you do. Hey, thank you so much. I appreciate it, Cheryl. Thank you so much for the love.
1: Absolutely. Hey, I want to say on a personal note, we all are thankful to Frank because he's the one who had the idea for the last American podcast and uh, gathered all of us together to do this. So I'm thankful to Frank as well.
2: Yeah, we appreciate Frank, even though we give him a hard time.
0: <laughs>
3: absolutely.
0: Thank you, guys. I appreciate that. Oh, that's so nice. Uh, balls in holes said the FBI <laughs> went in June, said nothing was wrong, and told Trump to put a lock on the door. They've already messed up just on that.
2: Well, he's I, I kind of heard the comment, right. but I heard the name. <laughs> balls in holes is 100% correct. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Thank also so their much. comment was correct as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Waffle Salter says, uh here's standing for America, and I don't know I was supposed <laughs> to oil my cat. Abby. Yes.
3: Yes, you are. They like that.
1: If there's one takeaway from the stream, it is birds are not real and oil your cats.
3: Oil your cats. <laughs> Those are two.
1: Yeah. O- always oil your cat. If
0: you have <laughs> oil fun oil trying to chase cats. it around the living room. It helps.
1: It was a catch compound statement.
0: oh goodness well you guys can find abby over on twitter let me put her twitter back up on the uh in the chat there so you guys can go and if you are not following her she has some pretty base takes throughout the week (laughs) um i just recently started following her i'm not sorry that i did so that is good So, and also Salty D says she has a memer for us now, guys. Nice. Yes. So, yeah, I'm excited about that. So we will be contacting you uh, after we get through with the stream or or sometime tomorrow. And we'll go ahead and do that. So what else we have in here? FBI needs to be torn asunder, Gary, and uh, retrained as a law enforcement tool, not as a intelligent gathering secret police force.
2: I, I like the idea of just making states have their own. We don't need right. a federal Bureau mm-hmm. of Investigation. If it's a federal crime, then you'll have multiple state agencies working cohesively. Yeah, I never understood the argument that you
1: couldn't have uh, you know states cooperating with each other instead of having an overarching federal
2: police force. Boy, so. did we learn our lesson. No Articles of Confederation. Right, yeah. Uh, I we do want to say something really smart. quick. I want to say something really
1: quick for the people who are listening to this. So there are people that listen on audio only, and we appreciate you guys as well. So go follow Abby the Lib underscore, L I B B underscore, Abby the Lib underscore. Uh, she's our guest tonight. If you want to get, you know, some pretty base takes, she is a female, but, you know,
2: uh, grading on a curve, she's got a great Twitter. She's yes, Frank would say Twitter. she's. As Frank would say, she's pretty conservative for a woman.
3: <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. It's
1: pretty based for one. Not as based as Basebot 3 or Blenderbot 3 or whatever. But you know. Yeah, no.
3: We, yeah.
0: We, we need to get on the show. We need Basebot 3 on the show. If we can get a hold of Meta, somebody from over at Meta. Maybe one of the diversity hires here on, the tw- on uh, YouTube can get us in contact with one of the Meta diverse hires. <laughs> yep,
1: absolutely.
0: <laughs> and we get that. Uh, Howard says, uh, I didn't know you guys existed. I just like uh, listening to Frank. I'll give you guys a subscribe. Hey, thank you. Thank you, Howard. That's
2: good. Sorry, Frank, I need to take that down.
0: No, you're good. What else we have in here? Uh, we got a couple more minutes here. Hello. Salty
2: D says, "Mmm, god's wiener." <laughs> okay.
0: Maybe that's there's some missing fun. context in that.
1: <laughs> don't quite get it. <laughs> that's how that's how you get the monkey pox, Salty D. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Uh, Salty D says Frank Ames memes runs KMA Meme School. Cool. Yep. Cool. There we so, go. Yeah. There's our meme person, guys. There. You know, maybe we'll have some oil cap memes, uh, so that way we can bombard Abby's Twitter with them. Now.
1: Yeah. And if, any, if any, if any, if any politicians or future politicians listen to this, the, the wanted piece of advice me and Frank have given to other people <laughs> that we need to we need you guys to take uh, is if you want to win an election, you have to have a meme meme game. Mm-hmm. It's, sure. it's an absolutely required thing now.
0: Yeah, I, I've seen some cringe-worthy memes put out by Dr. Oz's team, and they, they're oh. they're really bad. They're really bad. Tom, you gotta they're do something, so Tom. Bad. Gotta do something, Tom. That's your boy, your boy's floundering. <laughs> what?
2: Mike <laughs> is always yeah, he's just <laughs> savage. Savage over here. You think Dr. Oz is my guy? (laughs) You made the case for Dr. Oz. I made a case for math.
3: (laughs) Don't talk about math.
2: We have a woman in the chat. She won't get it. God.
3: Hey, I passed my AP calculus test. Thank you very much.
2: That makes two of us. I did not take AP calculus. That's why I I, I knew the other guys didn't.
0: (laughs) Oh, sh- oh, sh- <laughs> That's what you get? What PJ you got guess. attacked by PJ on the screen. Oh, oh my gosh,
1: <laughs> who's that? That's PJ. Oh, my giant <laughs> war poster, my uh, Obama style propaganda poster just fell on me. <laughs> oh my gosh, hold on.
3: That's what you get for Abby Slender? That's right.
1: She's she's gonna send her. This is how we know that God watches the uh, the Last American (laughs) Pubcast.
0: Oh goodness! I need Um, some stronger
1: adhesive. I guess. Holy cow! uh,
0: Oh, what's that?
1: What's that? What's that? Uh, infomercial? The guy slaps that tape on the tank and it stops uh, water coming out. I need that uh, flex tape. Yeah, I need something like that. Holy cow! (laughs) (laughs) It's funny.
0: Oh, well, well, it was a fantastic time uh, tonight on, on this edition of Last American Pubcast. You guys can always catch us live on Saturday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern time, 7 and 9. Uh, we have Normally, we have a guest. Uh, this week was Abby. Maybe she'll come back again, and we can have her twice in a row, maybe. Since uh, Tom will be out of town, we might need somebody to fill that chair while Getting Tom is Getting married gone. or something, yeah. Lame. yeah. yeah. Yep. I'm still waiting on that invitation, by the way, Tom. I'll, I'll be I'm officially
2: off the market, ladies. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah so that's that that the how the you guys know. The, the, the ladies
1: watching us know you messed up because Tom is off the market as of next week. So
2: That's it. Hey, you got one week. <laughs> <laughs> you got one week.
0: That, that hair <laughs> and that beard. Mwah. You see him in those pictures? <laughs> That's yeah, crappy. and I can even
2: I can look better if I want. You know, try.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> could you only imagine if he wasn't uh, engaged? How how uh,
2: much better he would? How much harder? Can you imagine if I was on the prowl. Right. You <laughs> wouldn't stand a chance, none of you.
0: I would also just uh, uh, like to also thank everybody that came out tonight to be part of tonight's Last American Pubcast. I do believe tonight was our largest show uh since uh the starting of this stream so fantastic i appreciate all of you guys that came in tuned in over on twitter over on odyssey rumble youtube over on the let's be frank channel uh, on facebook uh with base three he might be our only viewer over there on facebook
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was the cats it was the cats. Yeah, we were also on rumble and odyssey over here as well
0: yes yeah, so- awesome We appreciate all of you guys. Tonight was such a success. And uh, again, Abby, you're more than welcome to come back next week if you have an open time in your availability to fill in for Tom as this flacker goes to get married.
3: I would love to.
1: (laughs) Taters and Eggs just bought us all around $50 Super Chat. Love you, bro. Be ready for the next one. Here we go. God bless. Thank you so much, Taters and Eggs. Also, now I'm hungry.
0: (laughs) Taters and Eggs is awesome. Thank you so much, Taters and Eggs, for that Super Chat. Awesome. Uh, Like Salt says, love your shows, Frank, and guests. Yes, fantastic. So make sure you guys go follow us over on the Last American Pubcast on Twitter, over on Facebook, and also over on YouTube. Last American Pubcast, just type it in on either three of those platforms and you will uh, instantly be taken to our stuff. We are currently working on a Odyssey account, a Gab account, and also a Rumble account. Hopefully we can get all that stuff up and going within the next few weeks as we continue to uh, grow this uh, wonderful uh, show that we have on Saturday nights. Who knows? Maybe by next year we'll be doing two nights. Uh, who knows? Uh, next year's a long way away. So, anyway, <laughs> thank you, everyone, for coming out for uh, the Last American The Bar. The pub is now closed. So we'll see you guys a little bit later. Have a great one, everybody. And I hope you guys all have a fantastic, fantastic weekend. Uh, we'll see you guys next Saturday. Same time, same place, same channels. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, guys. God oh, bless you.